When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny, it's a job or something else. Now you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way, even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is if the Lord is your shepherd, he got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Everybody circling his vultures, negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be the one. I was born to run. I was born for this. Eight minutes past the hour. It's a brand new day and a brand new hour, and we welcome you in. Thank you so much for being here. It's the good time, gang. We're rolling, baby. have one Eddie Van Adler he is here and he has got YouTube live and HD gotten things rolling for uh, the day and so I know a lot of you are, are tuning in for that maybe some of you are listening to some of the greatest radio stations in the country terrestrial radio uh, we thank all of you uh, for going that route uh, and the program directors the producers uh, that help make that happen in each market uh, and uh, of course all the streaming options as well we'll take you however we can get you 
Uh, today, a busy show on tap. Uh, Will and Meat could spin. We know that. Lots of stories out there. Some of them we just banging our head on the wall because they're just a repeat of the day before, just written a different way. Uh, and then uh, where's the accurate reporting on that? So uh, we have a lot to, to hit. There's one unique story. Uh, that uh, has to do with referees, uh, a a high school That's a good one. football game, and being locked in a room. Uh, we can we if we get through this hour and don't do that one, I'm leaving. Yeah, we. Got to uh, so we've that. got to do that. Uh, so be standing by if you want to join in eight six six. We be big over to my right. You heard him. There's Greg and oh, there's old Yella. There's Helmsy. What's up, guys? How are y'all? Yeller. Come Good. back, Yeller. Yeah. There's old Yeller. Here, Yeller. <laughs> Give me a while. <laughs> I'm regular. Give me a why? <laughs> did you think give me a why? Yeah. He did. Why? Well, I let the morning get away from me. I got oh. to I got to messing around uh, at the house and Uh-oh. got to playing with a new dog. Oh. Then I get in the car and I think, okay, I'm settled for the day. I know what my plan is. And then it hit me. Dang, it's garbage day. And you hadn't taken oh. the trash up to the road. And I had to run by the bank before I came in here. Mm, then well, come good back. night. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. So you just well, creeped up on me. Come back, My point is, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to be settled in now. Do you ever go into a bank when when it's after hours like that? Do you ever think, hey, the, the somebody's place, some, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Matter of fact, two police officers drove by, and and I swore one of them slowed down to look like, what's that guy doing at the bank? Did he, did he say, oh, that's yeah. you, did he say, I, I oh, mean, that's Yeller? Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. Oh, that's all come back Yeller. I can make Yeller. <laughs> I can have deposit. I think that, and I think somebody's about to come around the corner and, and get me. Yeah. I oh, I know. That. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. When Sorry. I'm pumping gas in the morning, mm-hmm. and you know how they do the gas stations now where nobody is attending inside, but you can pump gas mm-hmm. without. Like mm-hmm. Well, I feel like somebody's coming out and getting me there, too. Yeah. yeah. If it's too dark, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'll it's go to weird. one that's lit up. Yeah. Um. I felt a little uneasy at the gas station yesterday. Really? Yeah. Wow. What happened? I had some guys come up around me. I didn't know who they were. What the, I was ready. What was that when you, they were uh, going to attack you? Well, they yeah, they got my my space a little bit. They kind of a little close. I didn't know who they were. Huh? I had the the the, the hose. I was ready to spray them like you a that's water what you're hose. Going with? I, well, yeah, and then beat the crap out of them. Thump a cigarette on them. Uh, but no, I, so is this Bip City to y'all? So I I know about Bip. About using uh, forty and fifty on on your weed eater and and, yeah. and all that, I get that. Yeah. Uh, but I've noticed this is just me that that when you use the gas that's mixed and all that, this just seems like it seems like the equipment has a little bit more power to it. Uh, it just it does to me. But for some of my equipment, I use the forty and fifty. But then on others, I just use the mixed gas because I, I seems like I have a little bit more power. I don't know. Yeah. It just does. But I went to go grab my little gas can, and it was just bone dry. Oh, I'm yeah. like, golly. And so I had to go run run around the corner, uh, get some gas, get you know get everything I needed. And so I was there. That's why I was there. Yeah. And so I just uh, – they came up, and they all piled out, and they were walking around behind me. Watch I was out. Like, Watch out. You know? So, I was like, what's up with this? They wanted your gas can. Speaking well, of people hey, he's getting, got a new gas can. Like quickly it. locked the car and didn't know what was going about to happen. It's yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, man. <laughs> people can walk <laughs> by you. Well, but they you, can. You, you had to be there. No, you had to be there. <laughs> it was like it was a little bit like uh, people can drive behind you too. But if they're on your butt, yeah. you know, it's a little different. They got any space, huh? Yeah, they did. What's the so, deal? <laughs> so I don't know. speaking I was about of, to find out. Um, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. Well, I mean, that's pretty. I mean, why use it as a defense? Sure, huh? 
Got my, like, well, my pistol's in the truck. Well, you always got to prepare yourself. I had to pull mine out. For every yesterday. scenario. I had, you had to pull, to pull my your pistol. pistol out? Yes. Yeah. Really? I don't know if I should tell this story. Man, to be what? mad at well, me. You just Why because you there's a funny ending you to it. You just said There's it. a funny ending Why to you it. were pumping gas? No, no. So <laughs> I, guess I, sure I got time. <laughs> I was uh, I was near, I was nearly home. Okay, Sunshine pulled again? I was nearly home. And Amanda called me. She goes, hey, are you in the house? Oh, and I no. said, oh, I no. said, no, I'm not in the house. I said, I'm a quarter of a mile from the house. Uh. Somebody's in the house. What? I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I could have sworn I heard somebody, and I heard I heard door shut and something loud. And, and I said, well, here's the good news. I'm about to pull down the driveway. Mm-hmm. Where are you at? And about that time, I'm pulling in, and she's in the front yard with the dog, Coco. Kids are at school. And she goes, I could have sworn I heard somebody inside. And so I I said, mm-hmm. I, I pulled down, rolled the window, and I said, stay there. Mm-hmm. If somebody comes out the front door, scream as loud as you can. Oh, yeah. oh wow. We're that's screaming just, That's now. what I told her. Okay. And so I get the pistol out, and I go, you know, going through the house, looking in every closet, under every bed, all the – I mean, Were I'm, you scared? I'm, no, not really, because um, I had a gun. Like, I mean, why, I, mean right. I felt like I was in control of the situation. Oh, okay. And so, um, were you were you acting like Navy SEALs out to clear the room? Right, go. There are cer- there are certain areas Great. in my house clear. where I clear. W- some of it I kind of lazily look, and then some I'd be serious about it. Bathrooms clear. Did you give Navy SEAL signals? No. Hey Amanda, all good. So clear the house. Okay, I go through every room, whatever, and I go outside and tell her. I said, "Look, I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but there's nobody in the house. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's not." Come to find out it's a Winkle losses. <laughs> well, listen. No, <laughs> so we're sitting in we're sitting in the house uh-huh. like an hour later. And she goes, there it is again. Oh. I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I just heard it. Oh my and I said, what are you talking about hearing? And she's like, that noise. You don't hear that noise? Mm. And so I didn't think anything of it. I sat there a minute. All of a sudden, it happened again. And I said, Babe, that's acorns hitting the top of the house. Oh. It's that time. Cause oh, my goodness. It's that time. You had that, your that out season, that. It's that time. I'm assuming that's what it was because that's she yeah. said it's that again. And this is that time of year. Yeah. Guys, we have the leaves, an amount of, of leaves oh is ridiculous. Gosh, the leaves. But we have these huge acorns. Boom. And they hammer the roof. Mm-hmm. And they'll hit, and they'll hit four or five things. And it does sound yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, but that's all it, it had to be all it was because she was like, there it is. There, there it is it again. Is. Did you there hear that? Is. There it is. And I'm like, yeah, I heard it. It's acorns. There They're hammering the roof. There it is. There it is. Well, she did. So I got the pistol waving it around the house over acorns. Yeah. Well, she um, she sent me this yesterday. This is actually audio of you that you don't even know she was recording. One thing led to another, and before I noted. it, there was knives and guns and everything just went haywire. They cut my beard and forced me to eat it. <laughs> I was wondering why your beard was shaved today. Look at you. First time I pulled a pistol out in a long time. Yeah. And did it over a nut. Don't forget that. Yeah. Right, yeah. That nut's breaking in your house. Yeah, well, you don't want that. Now, what kind were they? Acorns. Okay, buddy. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings. 
Greetings, man. 22 minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. Welcome, man. Kickoff hour is live. The Willamette could spin at some point today. Be standing by for that. Uh, we've got a, a number of things to discuss. Uh, one, um, one here that is just gold that, um, Helmsy, uh, you, you're going to just I, I, we shouldn't enjoy stuff like this, <laughs> and we 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 don't promote doing anything like this. But uh, the story is is pretty comical, in our opinion. Sorry about that. But four referees in Columbus, Ohio, were trapped in a locker room with the door blocked by a vending machine. Yeah, that's funny. After what some are saying a questionable call during a high school football game. Now, again, you got. Four referees, and they claim they were purposely trapped in a locker room. Someone barricaded the door, and they couldn't. Because what they say is they were in a room in post-game evaluations amongst themselves. Door closed. Then someone pushed a vending machine in front of the door to where they couldn't open it. Yeah. And and so – here is, I've wanted to do that after some calls. Yeah, before. for real. Didn't do it. Here is the local television it. station reporting on it. Uh, the just, controversial just, call at a high school football game is believed to have led to a referee crew being purposely locked inside a locker room. Good Friday evening to everybody, and thanks for joining us. Night at 11, I'm Kerry Charles. Colleen is off. Now, that game <laughs> happened last Friday at Grove City. NBC4's Jonathan Jackson spoke with yeah. one of the referees who could not get out of that locker room. He joins oh, us now. So, Jonathan, what's his next step? Well, Keith Dalton tells me they filed a police report. He's one of the referees in this, and the group says they want to know who's responsible, but also prevent it from ever happening again. We don't deserve that as officials. Keith Dalton and his crew of high school football referees say they were officiating a game between Grove City and Central Crossing last Friday, when after the game they suddenly got locked inside the Grove City school locker room. We as a group have now filed charges against Grove City. Dalton believes this action was taken against him and his crew for a controversial call made during the game, after which he says an assistant coach for Grove City came onto the field and was flagged for unsportsmanlike conduct. Once the game ended, he says him and his crew were inside the locker room being evaluated on their performance when the door was barricaded from the outside with a vending machine. <laughs> and we had to push on the door, three of us, to at least get the door away so where we can get out. No, well, then you really weren't game. walking. Comments and actions that are inappropriate for the high school experience will not be tolerated. In response to these allegations, Uh-oh. the Southwestern City School District, which Grove City falls under, sent us a statement saying in part that we continue to investigate this incident and have engaged the Grove City Police Department in the investigation Remember what to determine happened? who was responsible for this behavior. Conduct of this nature has no place in our school community. <laughs> Look at them standing there on the football field. Bad the call Meanwhile, Dalton says both the principal and head coach of Grove City High School issued him an apology and says the assistant coach who berated them was suspended for a game. But Wait he wants to see more done, especially he when got, it comes to the safety of him and his crew. He got penalized. That's right. just all they can do. What we're doing is protecting the officials and saying that that's just crossing the line. Y'all, uh, that's what courtesy charges of, of M- NBC4, and again, that was in Columbus, Ohio. I mean, they didn't. All right, so somebody, 
All right, so, who, so somebody <laughs> being held against our will. Yeah, somebody pushed a vending machine in front of the door and they couldn't get out. Okay. And then they, a couple of them had All to right. push the door and then they got out. To Greg's point, you're not made... you're not locked in there if you can get out. Yeah, oh, no, 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 okay. you're not locked. Not hold you. Up. Not agreeing with it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. not agreeing with it. But you're not actually locked up in no. there if you can get out. No. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. were held you're up inconvenienced yeah. big time. It's not sure. like you're in the the freezer and couldn't get out. Correct. You know, I mean, now it shouldn't happen. Shouldn't happen. Who do y'all think did it? Was it a disgruntled oh. parent that got in there? The, the coach, the, the coach that so. got yeah, flagged, yeah, or or one assistant. of the or one of the players? It's that assistant, probably. You think? Yeah, yeah. that's well, who I'm going with. All right, look, wh- all right, let's say you're the who did it, and right now you're sitting <laughs> there just waiting on the hammer to fall because <laughs> you know somebody's going right. to eventually tell on you. And and you've also you also got to know that it had to be more than one. Yeah. Put, pushing a vending machine yeah. down in front of a door, it was at least unless it was three. right beside the door, and you could just kind of. You know, doggy walk it over a little bit. Yeah. I mean, but that makes noise, doesn't it? Oh, you would think so. I don't know. That's... Oh my gosh, y'all! Mm. And look, I, I I've got friends that went to the dark side. They're they're referees now. Yeah. I've I've seen a couple of them. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know they umpire and referee and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you shouldn't do that. They but, shouldn't do this. But again, it was almost like it ain't like they were going. Well, they ain't gonna be able to get out. They were right. like, they're gonna get out. But it's just it's just letting us know we ain't happy with yeah. them. I don't. And w- I'm not saying they should have done. Right. It. I don't wish them any harm. But but the, I don't know about charging. I think filing charges is yeah. a little much. Yeah. Okay. The guy and and what did he say? One game suspension. The, the what was that for? The assistant coach that went onto the field that got a uh, flag for disorderly conduct or, or whatever. Yeah, maybe that's their school um, or something. Then, yeah. then he's also been suspended for a game. And now, that might have just been handed down by the head coach, and that's up to them. But um, I guess they're maybe interviewing him, too. <laughs> well, what what if you did it, nobody was around, and you yeah. know you did it, and you're wondering, well, am I going to get called or well, not? Okay, so Criminal great, charges great question. Okay, so here's, my, here's the next question. Let's say you do get called. And and you get what punishment do you get for this? I know. Well, they, do you they, get they, fined? They file charges. Do you? Do you? I mean, I, I want to know the charge. That's I me. I want to. I do too. I I guess it would. I don't know. If that's the case, there, I may file some charges against you too. Is there a yeah, box? Yeah, some of the things that goes on around point. here. Like, is point. there a box that you check for locking somebody in a room? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Probably will be now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good night. I don't wish him any harm, but I kind of no. wish the uh, the crew that did the Memphis Mississippi State game was locked in the locker room. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, I bet you would, I, you would yeah. have pushed the. I mean, I don't shit. want look. Nope, nobody well, putting, not hurting no, anyone. Nobody putting hands on them no. or nothing like that. I'm not talking about that. And they can get out. Yeah. I mean, so, do they get? Was this a one time thing where they're in a room together being evaluated? Or does this happen after most every game? You know, I don't know. I don't know. It sounded like to me they were huddled up as yeah. a crew and just going over everything. Um, I don't know if that's done all the time or what. I see the referees get off the field pretty quickly. Yeah. I don't know what they do. I know for baseball umpires, they normally just park in the parking lot and go back out and change and yeah. Yeah. Then, then leave, leaning up against their truck, mm. you know. So, I don't know. But that story is is a good one if you're just joining us again. Uh, four referees in Columbus, Ohio, were trapped in a locker room while the door was blocked by a vending machine after a questionable call during a high school football game. After the game, they were in the locker room. Someone pushed a vending machine, locked them in the locker room, until they got they were able to push their way out. Yeah. So now they're, there's a news story on it. They're pressing charges on it, and there's investigations on it. sure what the charges are, but yeah. Yeah. Speedy, I'd like to, I think you'd be a good official. Why are you saying? I think you would too. I think you'd be a good umpire. I think you'd be a good umpire. I think you'd be a good white hat. I think you'd be. A I good think white I hat. could be a good umpire. I just don't want to be an umpire. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't want the stigma that comes with that. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. To the Rick and Bubba Show. 25 minutes until top of the hour. Kickoff hour is live, and we thank you for joining us. Good time, gang, is here. Come on now. And so we roll on back. Uh, Andy Van Adler's got YouTube live in HD, uh, and you saw that uh, last segment when we play, uh, played NBC4 on the Red Free Story, and we thank Adler for being here and all of you watching right now. Hello, how are you? Uh, you know, they can see us in HD. I wonder what we look like. Uh, do we look sleepy? Are we good? Uh, and uh, thank all of you for tuning in as well, uh, radio, apps, streaming, whatever. Thanks uh, so much for making us part of your day. I'm Speedy. There's Greg. There's old Yeller, uh, known as Helmsy. <laughs> Um, so as we, uh, as we come back yesterday, uh, as I mentioned, I was trying to knock out, uh, the yard in between all the rain that we're getting, uh, just because the rest of the week there more coming. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> today, night. I think for where we live, it's, it's scattered and all this. And then it's going to get a little chilly, a little, little chilly, nip, little nip in yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. And so some of the markets that we live in, it's already started cooling off, but for us, I think it comes in Wednesday. And All so right. uh, looking forward to that. But, you know, just looking at the week, you go, I've got days I can knock this out, yeah. and other days it's a little crazy. Um, <clears throat> uh, so I got out in it yesterday and, and tried to, to cut the yard, and then that's when I mentioned I ran out of gas, which you hate to do. Just poor preparation. And then you probably got jumped part. at that gas station. Right, yeah, right. Wasn't sure. Uh, well, you know, I, I, we, we there's stories out there yeah. that you know that's the, that's the new you thing. You got in a I dangerous guess. situation. Yeah, wasn't sure. Uh, hey, you never know. Um, uh, but was able to knock that out yesterday, but I had this weird thing that, that I've had and I've never had it. And I've talked about it for years. And that is I developed allergies as I got older. Yeah. And so after I cut the yard, but it's kind of strange. There's sometimes I, I don't have any effect, uh, allergy wise from cutting the yard. And then there's others where it's just, Hey, wow, stopped up and just, you know, got to get through it. And I'll be like that for about a half a day or a day. And then yeah. I'll be back to normal. I think yesterday the wind was blowing, so all the grass kept getting blown yeah, back get into you. my face. Greg don't care, but um, you got a stuffy nose. Yeah, I don't know. Do you take anything for your allergies <clears throat> now that you've yeah. got them? Allegra. That's what I take. Ooh. Seems to work. Yeah, I do it in some nose spray. What? What, Greg? I'm just. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's helped a lot. I'm glad. <laughs> Could you care any less than you? you well, I mean, uh, if he wants to take a legger, that's fine. But uh, th- this is this is going to be kind of gross. <laughs> I took so one I apologize ago. for that. that but gross. apparently, um, you know, the dogs will go out in the yard and, and yeah, they'll and, lay a pile. Hey, we got a pooper scooper, by the way. Do Amanda, you really? Amanda bought us one. Oh wow! Look at Greg. Yeah. Well, I you know, just said I mean, it. That's why I, you I have to it. you have I to keep it, it clean, right. man. You can't. You I have begged. We got those little bags too. Didn't know that those bags were going to come into my world. Yeah. You can't just sling it over your neighbor's yard. Well, you got so much wood. You got the sidewalks. I, yeah. I got. I'm talking yeah. about like when we go on a walk or something. Oh, like now I'm that guy that oh, has a bag. And, oh my now, gosh, Greg, you can't leave a pile of crap in Greg, somebody's. You can't. What in the road? No, <laughs> never mind, hey, buddy. 
<laughs> this not, that, that happens. Now, this is somebody that just lets Mr. Buddy run. Yeah. I know well, you don't know well, what it's like to live in a neighborhood because you, <laughs> you've got your own you little area. Property. I get that. you got your people <clears throat> run the place. I mean, look, we don't live like that. No, I, if I had to worry about that, I think I'd just not have a dog. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. I, don't, I don't have to chase, we don't chase him around yeah. with a shovel. Right. Thank well, God. <clears throat> and I'll give him this. I probably would if mm-hmm. he wasn't like he is because he don't go in the yard. Mm. He goes off in the yeah. woods somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's so, good. That's yeah. real good. Unfortunately, mine don't have that option, and so there's the yard. Yeah. Uh, they they they're pretty good about the backyard. Uh, that's kind of their area, yeah. which I like because we don't go but back the grass there as is much. Green back there. Yeah. yeah. But every now and then they'll they'll go do my like my front yard slash side yard kind. It's the big open place, and so uh, <laughs> yesterday, you know, I'm mowing. And and and, 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 and and I see some piles, you know, some fresher than others. Gosh, stirs it up, you, you know. The old, the old, the, the old mm-hmm. ones, they just it just disintegrates when you hit it, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the fresh ones, it'll it'll yeah, stay with, it'll little... stay with you for a couple of rows. <laughs> um, but um, I have begged my wife, begged my wife to quit buying the dogs these cheap toys that they can chew to pieces. Yeah. All right, if you're gonna get them, let's get some sure enough toys yeah. that they can't chew up. But she'll go, you know, through TJ Maxx or something, no offense to TJ Maxx, uh, uh, or other stores, and just buy a cheap toy yeah. uh, that's probably not made for bigger dogs, you know, yeah. and, and they'll sit there, like like a tennis ball, for instance. They'll eat the tennis yeah. ball. They'll, yeah. they'll pick it apart and There's start holes eating in, yeah, absolutely. Well, then you see, you see pieces of whatever they eat yeah. in their piles. Now, I apologize for this. They ate something, <laughs> and I don't know what it was. But they chewed it up, whichever one did it, to it was almost like paper in in the pile. Wow. And I hit that thing and it it sprayed paper confetti all, confetti all over <laughs> my yard in little bitty pieces. Come on. And, and then you had to clean it up and yeah, know where it's been. And, and so and, and so I'm sitting here going Let me get some gloves. Hey, hey when, when I say everywhere, I mean it looked like we had just won Graffiti. the national. It looked, yeah, it looked like we had just won the national championship, and somebody hit a. Um, and so I, I didn't want to stop at the time because I had a ton to mow. So every time I would mow, it would it would it would just You're spray just it, it in all kinds of different ways. It was all over the yard. So after I cut, I'm out there, and I'm having to get all that up, and I can't believe it. I do, and it looked Ugh. like, I don't know what it was, but it, it was it was. It was, it, it was confetti, is what it was. It was white confetti that they had. I don't know what they ate, but it was in this one pile and it was hiding from me. Normally, I can see it, yeah. And and I stop, you know, and and either get it up or do something with it or, or get I around it. Went, hey, yeah. everywhere, oh, everywhere, oh, that's a loser. everywhere. When I say everywhere, I don't want you to think it was just a little bit. Yeah. Okay. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm I'm going back and forth just spraying it all over the yard. See, not quite as creative as that. See, buddy, like I can leave a bag of trash with food in it sitting out and he won't touch it. Hmm. But if it's any piece of paper, he takes it out in the yard. Now, he don't run it through his system like yours did. Huh. He just shreds it. And you'll, you'll look and it'll just be paper shredded. There's hmm. something about that. Now, he won't touch trash or drag it, even other, but shoes, nothing. Mm-hmm. But now, Marty will get your shoes. But, yeah. but he'll, if you let a piece of paper hit the ground and he's going to take it out of the yard and he's going to shred it or, or a box, or, hmm. you know, anything like that, like a cereal box. Because yeah. once my, I had a neighbor that was dumping his trash out, I guess, because Buddy kept bringing stuff to me. <laughs> but anyway, but he'll just shred it. Really? 
Yeah, and like I say, now you don't yeah. run it through the system like you did. Well, did. you I, ended up shredding it, right? Well, you know what it looked like? It looked like little fine pieces of dryer, sh- a dryer sheet, oh, okay, or something. I don't know. I don't know what they got. That's got to be good for them. Yeah, that's got to be real good for them. Uh, I don't know, but uh, or it, it, Terry brought this toy home, and it looked like a long worm. Okay, and they'll both get on each end of it, and they'll play tug, tug of war, war with each. You know, that's but but Leo, the one that I don't think is quite right. Uh, I'll see him sitting down, and he's just like picking <laughs> what he just said. He, he's quite right. Yeah, he's he's just picking at it, you know, and he'll he'll pick a hole in it or something. I'm like, that's not what it's for, buddy. Yeah, you know, uh, it's 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 to play with. And so I have a feeling he's frustrated because they won't use the toy correctly. <laughs> and, and so you got to get the the kind. What are these? They're called Kong or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's different brands that you can yeah. get, and they're not going to chew those. I mean, they're they're going to last. So there, there's some that duty. like these. They, they got like these little black bones that that we bought from the. Oh, and it's like I've they've had those, those for years. Yeah, and they still won't chew them yeah. up. You know, you just play with them. Throw the bone, get it. You know, play tug of war with them. That's fine. But she'll get these little things. Oh, I just wanted to get them something. I'm like, okay, but it's here we go. Same, same result. Yep, there it is. Chewed a hole in it. You know? <laughs> Spread it. And you think, hey, let's throw the tennis ball. Oh, they run and go get it, and then they they're you know they're gonna fight. I want it. No, give it to me. And then you know throw it up in the air. And and Jack wishes he could catch better. He's he's you know <laughs> yeah. he's like a seal that keeps hitting his nose. You know, <laughs> just yeah. Leo a little bit more athletic. He goes out and gets <laughs> it and stuff. And Jack wishes he could do that. Uh, but if you leave it out in the yard, buddy, you're going to go out there and it's you're going to find you're going to find a hole chewed in it. Yeah, and, and I think you got to give it to them and put it up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You can't leave it out. But that was that was my night. I don't know what y'all were doing around six thirty or seven. I wasn't cleaning up, and it was getting dark too. So dumped out by a dog. I can promise you that. Couldn't have left it. I was hanging out with the Winklevosses. There, yeah. so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. So there you go. Just a swing at him. All right, um, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. What? You don't like that song? No. Huh? No. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I hate to say this, but I don't think we got tools here to pull this off. Mm, I agree, Greg. Ten minutes till top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. This portion of the show brought to you by CarShield.com. You know, dealing with vehicle repairs can feel like a lose-lose situation. You lose your money and your time. And then you're trying to deal with the repair shop and, oh, my goodness, and then how much is it going to be? It's just a stressful situation. That's why uh, we say get covered with CarShield so you don't have to worry about the expensive repairs. Their administrators handle the paperwork and the expensive payments, so you don't have to. That's uh, what they call a win-win, not a lose-lose. Seriously, folks, CarShield has saved thousands and thousands of dollars for those that use them. Uh, you can pick your uh, your favorite mechanic, so you can still use that person. Uh, they take care of the rest. Uh, it's like having your own personal team of auto repair problem solvers, and uh, their plans even provide roadside assistance, rental coverage, trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. Whether your car has 5,000 or 150,000 miles on it, uh, they have monthly coverage options to fit your budget. So get covered today. 
You can go to carshield.com. That's carshield.com. Use promo code Bubba. Uh, it's going to save you 10% when you do, or if you'd rather call them, you can. 1-800-665-2157. That's 800-665-2157. And then mention promo code Bubba to save that 10%. You can always find a link at rickandbubba.com as well. All right. What I was hearing uh, in the break uh, oh, was not good. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, and it had to do with Phil Collins, which we all remember. Well, we'd like to remember him a certain way. Yeah. Wow. We did a story last That's week. That's ruined after the last commercial break. Yeah, we had a story where he was dealing with some health issues. And I thought, well, okay. I think he's still dealing with them. He'll go to the sideline and deal with them. But, Greg, you say, oh, no. Well, they, they've started a reunion tour. Mm. Okay. Boy, I think tour. Now, when I say this, we're not talking about small theaters. We're not. I mean, this is a big time production. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right here. Big time production. You know, at one time they were a huge, huge band. And uh, anyway, obviously Phil's got some health problems. Anyway, he's sitting in a chair and he's trying to sing. And I'm not saying. Oh, I mean, I and thought. in fact, this actual review that I'm reading actually compliments and says that he pulled it off. But it's just what mm-hmm. I watched. It. I'm just saying. It, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. I, here's, here, I, I'm not. I mean, I'll hey, it, proud yeah. of the guy, but I'm just saying again, this isn't just like, hey, we've got a little intimate setting. We're going to play, right. you know, right, fifteen hundred, two thousand seaters, and just have a. This is a big production, and and he is seventy. He is frail. They use that term. That's not me. And well, he, and I, I will confirm yeah, by watching frail. it with Greg in the break. He does look frail. Yeah. The fact that he's having to sit down during his performance is concerning. <laughs> And and I, di- I don't like it when we tamper with these memories. The man is worth $300 million. Mm. You don't need to go on another tour, Phil. Enjoy the next or couple years of your life event, you have but, left. Yeah. Uh, goodness or gracious. Or intimate setting, you know, maybe a small, you know, limited. But this is a, I mean, the, the stage all, this is a We have thing. so, we can utilize technology in, in so many ways mm-hmm. now yeah. that, Phil Collins doesn't have to be going out on tour and sitting on a, in a chair on a stage singing. <laughs> right. We, we really don't. Golly. Hey, well, yeah. Phil, do a podcast, man, and talk about uh, the days when, you know, back in the 80s. Yeah. Let's do that. I'd yeah. love to hear that. I Look, know. I know you went through that weird thing with your ex-wife last year, and then she moved yeah. her boyfriend in your house, and they wouldn't mm-hmm. leave. I get all that. But I don't know. I'm just. Like I'd forgotten said, about that, Greg. I know. Thanks I know. for bringing that up. Well, just saying. Well, I appreciate y'all protecting me. I could hear it, but I couldn't see it. So and it don't. Um, it doesn't sound horrible. My point is, why? Why do you do? Does this it say at 70? what he's? I know it says he's frail and all that. Does it say yeah. what he's suffering from? No, but it, no, he, no. He it, looks. It, he it looks rough it, it, to me. It's just. I mean, and, and you heard the. I played a little bit of it. Yeah. The vocals are not very strong, which they're, they're can't. Not. He can't help. Say he's 70. sitting down yeah. too, trying to sing. You know, is he the, lacking the air? Does he? Is it, is it just it, sounds like an old guy trying to sing. Okay. I mean, I'm not for lack of a better term. So let me ask you this: Is he do you is, go, is he doing this because he wants the money of the tour, uh, or does he doing this because he has sold so many tickets already? and He doesn't want to cancel on everybody. What's he doing here? I, I don't know the motivation. One of their That's what I would like to know. Of the band, and I think right. he wants he just to be a part of feels it. Feels committed but, to do, you know seeing yeah. it through, maybe. But wow, I just mm. I don't. I don't understand mm. why these guys who get to these 
particular ages and can't give it up and can't stop and can't just go enjoy the last few years of your life. Look, we get that I mean, the Stones I, I are, are very are even right. older than him, but they pull it off. The Stones actually, they're not sitting in a chair up there. Maybe you're right, Speedy. Maybe, Maybe. by doing this, that is what he's going. It's it like, this is, is what I want to do, right, and I well. enjoy this, and there's actually people coming out here. And to but, Greg's right. point, they're getting good reviews on it. I just – I don't want to see Phil Collins so frail. I just don't. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd like might... to sit on the back porch with him and have a conversation. Do you want to and go talk to a concert? Pick his brain, but I don't want to see him sitting in a chair. Do you want to go to a big production concert and the the lead singer is sitting in a chair and and no. and, and is struggling? No, well, I think we and might. I, that's nothing. I, we're gonna get hate mail for this. Well, I'm no, not why, saying, why, no, this is real life. Put, if you get hate mail about this, this, I'm is, trying to put a product. I'll delete it. Yeah, in a minute. no, we're not. We're not making fun of Phil. No. We're just saying that that he uh, he really is is having a tough time right now, and the way he is appearing on stage does not look like. It, I mean, it looks like it's a really str- it's a struggle for him. It really. does, and and so we're just saying that if you were to go. To this reunion tour, and you see that you would be concerned. The articles call him frail. We did. Yeah, no, right, we're just right. confirming what the it's yeah, saying. but he is frail. He is. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Wow. Um, I had I tried to send you, but did not have the. I'll never hear in the air tonight uh, the same. Uh, I had some of the audio. I, just, I thought well, I don't, for some reason when I pulled the article back up, uh-huh. the audio is not there, but it was in it the first time. I. Hmm. How does that happen? Where were y'all at on Phil Collins back in the heyday? Were y'all? I, was I'm not it a. a Wow. I'm not a huge when they got real poppy. Speedy yeah. just saw it. Did you hear his reaction? Adler, I'm gonna play audio here. I don't know if you have. You know, to. he's the uh, he's the drummer, yeah. and then oh. and started singing on a lot of songs, and and became the, the lead singer. Bless and, his heart. Uh, had a lot of hits. So he's just he's sitting right in front of the drums. That's his son on the drums. By the way. Okay, guys. I needed cold. that. That helps me. That helps me a lot. He's got like a little side table where Oh, um, and it looks like he's got That's rough. He has all right, here it goes. It look he keeps looking to the right like he needs to look down and make sure he's on with the lyrics. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, um, which that's the whole presentation is concerning to me. Yeah, he's got a little side table. Uh, he's got a little wireless mic. He's sitting in front of the drum set where his son's playing, and and the and the bands around him, and he's just kind of sitting. And everybody seems to be having a good time. They're clapping and and enjoying themselves. But, just, but it's going to be a low key mm-hmm. vibe. You yeah, know, what I'm talking about the right. audience. It's not going to be the ones where we're all going crazy. They're all sitting there and feels. Right. And and here we go. Here I go. Mm. Well, we were good. This yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's so. a Rolling Stone review, and mm. do you think they were being nice just because? Because it's Phil Collins. Yes, mm. and if they, if they're not nice, somebody's going to uh, accuse them of, of you know Possibly. shaming a guy that's who's yeah. obviously yeah. you know. Even though I'm, if we're just talking about the quality of the product, yeah. Uh, reading Probably. here, it looks like it's it's pretty emotional for those that are going because they know this might be the last time they see yeah. him. Um. So. Let me ask you a question. Do the Rolling Stones give everybody a false sense of of achievement? And what I mean by that is they see, well, they're doing it. Look how old they are. I can do it. And they try to go on tour. But, Listen I mean, the Rolling Stones are very unique as far as what they've been able to Listen accomplish. Listen to this right here, this statement in the review. The end result was one of the most satisfying reunion concerts by any band in recent memory. Hmm. I, I'm sorry. that He's not being honest. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not. He didn't have to go. He went too far with it there. Mm. He lost you, didn't he? 
I've seen some reunion shows, and mm-hmm. they're they're a lot better than that. That's uh, Greg at RickandBubba.com. We'll be right back. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. How about it? Oh, it brings Thank you for being with us today. We're excited to unpack another day together. But we start this hour with the National Anthem. By the dawn's early light, what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the rocket's red glare the bombs bursting in air gave proof through the night that our flag was still Eight minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us as we get ready to unpack uh, another day. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix and ready to go. Will of Meat is still in play. Will of Meat is in play. Uh, it's been a brand new week. Didn't do it yesterday, so could happen today. Country song or it ain't uh, could be happening at any time on the program today. Uh, we look forward to chatting with you. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. And uh, the kickoff hour has already happened with uh, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Adler. Uh, those of you that catch that every day, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, if you're not aware of the kickoff hour, this is uh, an hour that uh, the Good Time Gang uh, kind of operates without old Rick and Bubba. Uh, and you can uh, you can get all of them you want uh, by catching that uh, wherever you get Rick and Bubba content or... Uh, right there on your Rick and Bubba affiliate on the Rick and Bubba radio network. Most of those stations carry the kickoff hour. Uh, but right there, look right there. There he is, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and a master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba How about you, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Come on in to the little party we call Rick and Bubba. The hot sun beating down, but my 
the kickoff hours final commentary to end the hour i had to go back and grab something that made me feel better uh, about, <laughs> <laughs> about phil i've always liked that riff uh great I, mean, I mean i mean as far as you know in the no. riff world uh, yeah. that, that's awesome riff yep uh, I like that. but anyway i i'd, I'd just soon move on from that that okay. that was that you was difficult that, that was difficult he, I, he I, was I, pretty old back you know when he had those hits you know <laughs> he was uh but he's how old is he now 70 you know, I saw we but were But some talking. people seventy looks one way. Yeah. yeah. Other people seventy. Yeah, looks Mick Jagger's mm-hmm. what? Nearly eighty. Oh yeah. look, let me say uh, oh boy. Look, and again, well let's just don't because it's gonna come out. Oh I'm just saying you this was be one around of the biggest bands applesauce comes of all out. there you go. Of all time. Bubba. Bubba. He's one hundred percent right. He is. Oh. Uh, That's where we didn't want to go just, right there. It, We're there now. Mm-hmm. Of course, if you read this review, you'd think it was the greatest show ever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Did you see me refer to yesterday to Greg as the nickname King of Pain? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I, I saw another uh, an, another former legend, and I know some of you still watch the TV show he has on now, but uh, the Cobra Kai guy, the sensei, whatever, oh, he, my he was on Dancing with the Stars last night. Betty had it on. I caught a little bit of it. But <laughs> Betty he had was, it on. Uh, he was, he's like 74. And he moved like he was a little you know, older than that. He had his karate moves, but he just couldn't dance. Kind of like say that. You uh, know, so he was moving around, and the girl was dancing around him. And, you know, in the opening night, they kind of give him charity five and sixes. You know, I think he got a three well, from well, somebody. Here's so, the uh, deal. They have to rehearse for this. And maybe about a weekend, I would go, you know what? Maybe this isn't for me. Because the standard – it's pretty high. I mean, the people that end up winning are, are uh, well, you yeah. know, you know too. Yeah. And I, I've said this before. It's supposed to be stars learning to dance. But, yeah. You know, there, there's been a couple of them that they dance professionally. Like they've got a, a yeah. girl on there last night who has been on Broadway and was a professional dance. And I mean, she's going nuts out there. And you think, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, these people can't keep up with her. First of all, I remember this question was asked on this show. However many years ago this thing started, right? Yeah, <laughs> Why this did, is year thirty, so yeah. it was fifteen years ago. So don't they do two a year? I think, yeah, or season thirty, I guess what you're saying. Yeah. So year fifteen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because it 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 started after the show started, so it wasn't thirty years ago. Yeah. So what I would say is, I remember the question that was asked. And it was a great question. Do we desire to watch celebrities dance? And I guess we do. I mean, why, why, why do we want that? But Bubba makes a good point. And remember, this started, I want to say, back when Paula Abdul was allowed on there. Right. Well, that right. was the first time I remember us throwing a flag. Right. Saying, I thought these were all supposed to be people who don't know how to dance, that they're teaching them how to dance, and we see who did the right. best. And then right. we did have some and then you got straight-up actors, and you go, wow, so they're a good dancer. Yeah, which is fine. But like Bubba said, what if you look over your resume, and part of my resume is I professionally dance? Yeah. yeah I mean, should I be on this show? It, it seems like it's a little bit of an unfair advantage. But, right. uh, yeah. you know, the gymnasts all do good. Suni Lee's on there. And, you know, the previous gymnasts have been on there have all done good. A couple of them have won it, so – uh, she looked like she, she, you know, she's been a busy young lady. Uh, well, if you think about it, Bubba, if you look over in that category, and I and I would put them over there, even though 
they get endorsement deals, so I'm gonna put them right. Out there. Right. The professional athletes seem to be far and away they they win more than anybody else. Oh yeah, the, yeah. Well, I think. I oh think, yeah, they do. I, yeah. I think you see that there. You yeah. know, there's some physical training there that goes into that. If you see a football player, you know he's in the finals. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean they 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 seem to do really well. You know, the Suny Lee thing reminded me of a sign I saw this weekend on game. Uh, the was it game day or whatever the kickoff show was? Yeah. Um, it, y'all probably saw it too. It said it was a Penn State sign, and they said we hate everybody from Auburn except Suny Lee. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I said, well, Suni Lee walked through campus. I think that was about her extent because she ain't been there much. I did like the one in, uh, that's, uh, that Penn State had up. We want Bama, not their uh, little brother. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah I don't know if you one. want that. Yeah, yeah. Be careful. Might ought to rethink that. Careful. Especially since they had a close game. That's that's. Yeah. I feel so bad for Southern Miss. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you talk about going in the grinder. Uh, mm. After saving, and if I'm if I'm the players, I don't look forward to that because I know I could we could be up fifty points and I get you know oh. get my face mask oh. jerked or something. Let me tell you something that could not have been a better scenario for one Nicholas Saban. He won the game, but he felt like his his team did uh, after the first yeah. quarter did not uh, that they they got worse as the game went on. They didn't get better, yeah. right. and he hates that. Uh, yep. But he's been wanting to tell them that, mm-hmm. and they and he thinks they, that he's just doing raw raw stuff. And now he can say, well, I told you. Tried you mean the rat poison? Right. <laughs> you know what he'll say? <laughs> hey, I told you. Tried to tell you. Y'all can listen to me. <laughs> so we'll come back and uh, we'll jump into more stuff today. We will interview someone in this ongoing COVID thing, Dr. Scott Harris, uh, Alabama State Health Officer, and we'll, we'll weigh in. As we're, we're just trying to do our best to get you as much accurate information as we possibly can so you can make wise decisions. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We thank you for being with us today. Well, um... I was actually saw a story on this uh, either yesterday or the day before. It might have been over the weekend. Uh, the wildfires, uh, you know, it seems like there's a wildfire in California every time you turn around. Uh, and and I did see them talk to, you know, someone dressed as a park ranger uh, talking about trying to protect the giant sequoia trees. And I saw them putting these fireproof blankets on yeah, them. Aluminum foil. Yeah, and, and, and uh, I know that we have uh, – here, here it is. Um, let's give you some – if you're watching us. Th- this is the largest one they call General Sherman, Rick. It's right. 275 feet tall, mm-hmm. uh, equivalent to a 20-story building. That's a big right. – That is a big tree. Mm. Now, it is in the path of the fire that is in that area coming that way. And, of course, they're worried about it uh, sustaining damage because of its size and, right. and age. But, I, you know, as I was watching all this, I thought, man, there's some irony in this, that this tree is named after Tecumseh Sherman all right. of the Union Army. All right. Easy here. Who scorched earth policy Greg. <laughs> was his, his noted uh, style of warfare. Mm-hmm. And that he was known for burning down towns, mm-hmm. and now the tree named after him has got fire all around it, and may be burned, and may be killed. There's General Sherman. Well, look, um, let's not. That's a big tree. Guy. He was brutal yeah, too. He was. Know, he was br- by today's by today's standards, a war criminal. 
There it is. Well, he, he was. You're talking about the War of Northern Aggression. Yeah, right. Um, um, you know, he also was an officer in the uh, in the uh, the Union forces during the war with the Indians, and uh, he was known to tell his troops to exterminate all the brutes. That was his command. Well, it's a tree, Bob. It's not really General Sherman. I know, but I mean the guy that is right. Yeah, after. right. Yeah, but you got to admit there's some irony after he burned. You oh, know, are you so ask, many places are you down, and me? now the tree named after him yeah. is in jeopardy of being yeah. burned down? Now, if you're asking me a direct question as co-host of this show for right. 27 years now, okay, right? If I find it ironic that a sequoia named after General Sherman is about to burn, yes, that that is that is ironic. Mm-hmm. Some other irony that uh, that the name Sequoia is actually an Indian name. There's some that irony they there. named those trees. Are we allowed to do and that? And General Sherman was in the the Indian War and known for his brutal tactics, right, against Indians, right. And they said that the one next to him, the General Lee, had surrendered to him, but didn't, they didn't realize <laughs> he had the authority. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, you know I love the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh yeah, and their humor on that owns <laughs> oh, yeah. me. Now, look, everybody's so hypersensitive now. You can't. Yeah, do, I know you can't. You can't do Civil anything. War jokes, no. but I'm telling you, there was a time no. they used to be pretty funny. And and really, the funny is on Southerners. Okay. Yeah, it is. We're making yeah, fun of ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I know some of y'all can't. I don't know how humor can survive the society we're in. It may not be able to. Well, I mean, right. I, you know, when I was growing up, I told you I had I had family members that wouldn't get a here we go get a lawnmower that had a Tecumseh engine in it, right? So yes, know. you know, still holding oh, on the grudge there. Yeah, yeah, well, Greg, the grudge was there. Greg, we're talking about a family that part of them spell their name different okay. over a feud. Yeah, right. Now, 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 what? So, so, is this the tallest tree in the world? What, what are we going with? No, it's just oh, the, it's oh, just he's the sitting. Now, what slot tree. is he sitting in? He's sitting in number two slot. No, three, three, yeah, three slot on trees. Mm-hmm. Now, why do we have a? Just to give you an, uh, an, an, okay, yeah. just perspective. an idea, okay. yeah. I got you. Okay, I got you. There's a oh, big, big band. band. They got big band. You, have, you ever seen the? It's taller than spaceship. You ever I seen the sequoias or the redwoods? Any of those? No, they big. Not. No, no, I have not. I have not. Hey. Let me guess. You have. Hey, if that one doesn't burn down, I may see it one day. You think you know how big they are, but you don't. It's unreal. Really? Yeah. But you know, the, you're, uh, saying, you're not thinking about the width, no. the enormity. Why does this? You're, all you're thinking about is tall. Yeah, you know, you don't realize. I mean, that's like trunk. a building. I mean, it, it's, it's as wide as this room. Oh, yeah. uh, wider. Yeah. Like some of them. Are, I mean, some of them you couldn't put the width of them in the studio. Wow. You you know the problem mm. too. We, you ever you seen know, a man the, standing next to him? The, the fires out there. Uh, <laughs> Look where they have such problems. I I was talking to a guy. As a matter of fact, uh, today, and he is in uh, Seattle, Washington, to pick up family members that were out hiking and camping up there in the woods. And he said they actually saw a lightning strike start a fire and called it in to the fire people, and they brought a helicopter with water and put it out yeah. because they they. But he said they saw the fire start, and mm. you know when you have those kind of like California, we always see that the wildfires and they have the Santa Ana winds, which you know stoke those fires to incredible uh, levels. But you know when you have that, you, you've got even a bigger need for fire breaks. You know, and control yeah. burns during the time of the year that you don't have that, but they, you know, they don't want to do that. And then when they do get that spark, it, it creates a big problem. Well, it, it, because it, they're going to have fires. That's the point. Well, they that, said this one, if I'm, if I got the right story and I was half listening because I was talking about the enormity of the tree, but I believe this one started naturally. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, that's mm-hmm. the thing. They're, they're going to be right. these giant fires. So you, the only way you can prevent traumatic and huge scale damage is to have fire breaks that'll work 
And if you're going to have the Santa Ana winds, you got to have larger fire breaks. So, yeah. And I need these kind of comparisons that Adler was showing because yeah. I'm, I'm the kind of person, if you just throw 275 feet out at me, I can't vision it. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't make that do what it needs to do. So I have to have a comparison. Put it up against something? Yeah, you yeah. got to say 20-story building. I'm like, hey. Hey. Yeah, but the feet, never they won't do it for me. <laughs> you know, if, yeah. if you say 275 feet, I'm just like, I'll, here's the thing. I, always, I guess I don't understand how big. When I hear feet, it's always bigger than I think it is. Yeah, you know, somebody says, "Well, I was up mm-hmm. eighty feet." And I'm like, eh. but I mean, that's really high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, but, but I mean, but but it doesn't it doesn't register with me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know why I have a hard time with that kind of stuff. You know, just like when people will say, "Well, we're using the room, what? How big is it?" I don't know. Yeah. You ever, you ever tried to tell by the square footage of room? I'm terrible at that. Yeah, oh, amazing. Yeah. I, I, I have no idea. How big is that studio? I don't know. <laughs> I need to measure. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. So, Bubba, we're not. We, let me just be clear. You're not taking any joy. No, no, in, in, no. in the burning of the general. I, I just sermon. thought it was. It's ironic. ironic. It is ironic. It's very ironic. A little fire for the, the general. The old scorched earth is is coming home for the general. Mm. Here comes the fire, right at General Sherman. Well, I mean, that is. It's kind of. It's kind of odd, you know. It is. It is. It's a. Uh, How they are trying to protect it too is interesting. Yeah. And when he's known, that's a big, as one that's of a big the, old fire. Skirt. Yeah. Well, you know, when, you when know, he's known as one of the, the goes. top Indian killers. Here he goes. And and the sequoias <sighs> were discovered and named by Indians, and they have a tree there called the General Sherman. I mean, this this thing has got so much irony in it. it it's just it's incredible. You would think a tree named after a tribe of of of, of Indians, which I always feel we're saying since they're not really Indians, but right. And how but they, they went with it. They so, went with how yeah. that stuck. I don't know, but. But anyway, is that you would name any tree that had an Indian name after General Sherman? Yeah, I know. Well, they named them after a lot of you know Abraham Lincoln and uh, Grant and all that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because a lot of it was being explored and documented about the time of the Civil War. What have we got? One named General Custer. I mean, what, what are we doing <laughs> well, <I don't> here? So. <laughs> what are we doing here? Andrew Jackson got one. It just seems odd. <laughs> By the way, I'll never forget. I always thought it was one of the coolest names ever. It was a hot dog stand at Six Flags called Mustard's Last Stand. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> I thought that I was know. fantastic. Mustard's Last Stand. <clears throat> yep. Didn't you like that? Yeah, and I liked their hot dogs. <laughs> that and <the> Cherry Berry. <laughs> cherry Berry. <laughs> I loved a good Cherry Berry. I know you did. That wasn't really my did, thing. Did I wanted know, ice cream. Did yeah. you know that the General Sherman tree was originally called Karl Marx? That's not true. The group of socialists used to camp under it, and they named it Karl Marx before it officially became the general sherman by the way who are we as humans to give trees names yeah really how about just <laughs> call it big tree one please look at monsters last stand there it is. There it rick is. and bubba rick and bubba <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour rick and bubba show will and me can happen at any time on the program be paying attention as uh, we started a new week yesterday, and, and it still hasn't spun, so make a note of that. Have you um, have you been thinking uh, that you and your company, and maybe you have a product that you would love to put before the Rick and Bubba audience, the, the greatest, most influential, best-looking, listening audience in the world? Uh, and if the, the answer is yes, trust me, if you've got the right product and, uh, and it connects with that audience... Uh, you will do quite well, my friend. But you may be wondering how to do that. So why don't you go to rickandbubba.com, look under contact, 
and you'll see how you can contact the national sales team uh, or just email them directly, Rick and Bubba at syndicatedsolutions.com and let them put together a game plan with you and your company and you and your product uh, that will be on all the different Rick and Bubba platforms and uh, and become a partner with us like so many have in, in the past. we got so many great partnerships, some that have been going, good grief, for almost the length of the show. Uh, so you can do that. And, of course, always if you're listening to one of our, our local markets and you just want to do something there locally, uh, contact us uh, here at the show and we'll put you in touch with a local sales team. So find uh, either one by going to rickandbubba.com uh, under contact, and we're happy to help you, and we'd love to team up with you uh, and take that uh, that uh, your company forward to the Rick and Bubba audience. Um, all right, so a couple of things going on. Uh, we are going to talk, a little, and I know we're, we all have COVID fatigue. Look, trust me, I'm, I'm as tired of talking about it as anybody, but it's um, someone that was talking to me yesterday about um about the whole deal you know and there's some people say look i, I just wish y'all I'm, I'm tired of y'all talking about it uh, we just want the show to be a fun zone i wish y'all would do more lighthearted stuff and and you know hey, don't, don't don't get it. and i and i said well here here's the and i agree with you and we try to do that now we can't invent funny stories that don't happen okay but but as far as uh, stuff that we're that we have because this show is real and sometimes that's what you like about it sometimes what you won't like that's right but but we don't sit down and write comedy bits uh, so we, we, as Mickey Dean taught us, we don't write comedy. We just report it. Uh, so if nothing funny has happened and in the lives of anybody on the show, there's really nothing to bring to the show uh, from that category if nothing really happened. Uh, so, uh, but anyway, um, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, and wacky world stories, if they don't exist, you can't quite do them. But, but I understand what you're saying, but this is kind of the analogy that I use. And, I, and I'm, I'm, it's not this severe, thank the Lord, um, but, but I, and I hope that we're going to get to the other side of it. But there's also the audience gets up every day with this thing still here. Okay. It's almost like you didn't hear us cutting up, doing a lot of comedy bits during the, 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 the few days of nine 11. Okay. Because the audience had something else on their mind that, that was really at the forefront of what they were thinking about when they got up every day. And I said, unfortunately, this has kind of been a nine 11 that won't go away. Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's still at the front of, of people's, minds and we're still trying to figure a lot of stuff out and they still want information so we're going to try to do that and we will balance it and, and some days we may balance it well and other days we may not but but our attempt is to balance it but we can't ignore the pandemic completely because there's a lot of folks in the audience that i mean that is still i mean hey guys we're still living in this so it, until it's eradicated uh it's going to always be you know a pretty big story because especially trying to figure out the inconsistency. So we're going to try to talk to a, a state health officer today and try to see if we can answer some of your questions or see if he can. But uh, Saki, don't you know that, that Jen Saki, every time she looks out and sees Peter Ducey, she just is like, Oh, yeah, she probably cringes. Who was the guy that attacked Trump all the time, and he'd look out there and see him out there, and like, here uh, we go. Bob Costas. A Costas? <laughs> not Bob Costas. I don't think it was Bob Costas. <laughs> Did he come out of retirement? Uh, no, is he retired? He's not retired, is he? Is he uh, he came in from the Olympics. Yeah, Got I, rid of his pink eye and yeah, came off. Yeah, I think Bob Costas. Jim? Yeah, I think Jim Costas. Jim Costas. Yeah, I think Bob Costas was one of those kind of people that I usually like when he does something, but I think if I hung out with him, I wouldn't like him. You know, it's kind <laughs> of the opposite. You know, sometimes yeah. there's people that I disagree with, but I think if I hung out with him, I would like. I think he's the opposite, and I think I'd rather keep our professional relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this uh, was Jim Acosta that, yeah. that you're the, talking the about, used about to, Trump. That used to uh, Acosta uh, Trump yeah, all the time. Yeah, from CNN. So mm-hmm. now uh, Saki has her own version of it, and it's one Peter Ducey. Yeah. And, 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 and Peter will, will not let go of the fact 
and and it because it's common sense, right? Which is what a superpower now. He won't let go of the fact that we're trying to eradicate a pandemic, and we're talking about mandating vaccines and. And you got to have a vaccine. You can't do this. You can't work here. You yeah. can't do that. And he wants to know why the people coming in the border are not required to be vaccinated. He really wants to know that. Yeah. Because if this is supposed to be the way you fix this, and we can debate that, okay? If we think the vaccine is the way to do it, and so much so that we will require it for you to even be able to be employed at some places, he's confused on why we're not showing a little bit of that same concern about the people coming in the border. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and she, she, you can tell she's so tired of this. You know yeah. why? Is there any worse feeling that you there's a question coming that you haven't quite come up with the answer for yet, and you know every time that you step out there you're going to be asked it again, yeah. and you still don't have the answer? You, you just don't have a real good answer. You haven't figured out a way to spin this yet, mm-hmm. and it sounds, you know, at least halfway acceptable. And also, he's going to he's going to he's going to drop down to and say, "I understand we're going to uh, require vaccine cards for foreign travelers that come here just normally right. to travel here. Yeah. Why 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 not the border? Why not the border? Mm-hmm. So here we go. To our uh, our national security team and see what that process will and look like. A question about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border? For proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test. Well, first of all, I can re, re I can readdress for you or re talk you through what that steps is, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So, if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card? Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. As individuals, as individuals come across the border, uh, and uh, they are uh, both assessed for whether they have uh, any symptoms. If they have symptoms, they are the intention is for them to be quarantined. That is our process. They're not intending to stay here for a lengthy period of time. I don't think it's the same thing. It's not the same thing. These are individuals, as we've noted and as we've been discussed, we are expelling individuals based on Title 42 specifically because of COVID, because we want to prevent a scenario where large numbers of people are gathering, posing a threat to the community and also to the migrants themselves. So those are the policies that we put in place um, in large part because, again, the CDC continues to recommend Title 42 be in place given we're facing a global pandemic. I personally believe (laughs) that U.S. Americans are unable Uh, to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps and uh, I believe that our ed- education like such as in South Africa and uh, the Iraq everywhere like such as and I believe that they should uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa and should help the Iraq and the Asian countries so we will be able to build up our future okay yeah Okay. Uh, got, uh, it. got it. <laughs> got you know, it. I, I do. I do feel sorry for her because she has to go out there and put lipstick on a pig every day, no, and there's goodness. only so much you can do with it. Yeah. The bottom line is, no, no one is being asked. No. Uh, but if you if you do it the civilized way, yep. If you do it the law abiding way, you have to have all your paperwork. Okay, you got to have your vax card. Mm-hmm. You got to have this. You got to have that. Got to have test. Oh yeah. But if you're coming over the southern border in the invasion of Texas, it's fine. That's the bottom. That line. is that the is bottom the line. correct answer. That, that mm-hmm. is the correct answer. Yeah. And did she say that they are not staying? They're not going to be here for long. <laughs> but yeah. what? 
I don't know how. Does she think they're being those, flown and bussed all over America? Does she think all those people coming with babies on their back and everything they own on a stick, which we used to call a hobo, uh, right. that they're just here for a visit of Del Rio, Texas, and then they're headed back? Does Is she, that what she's trying to sell does us? Does she want us to believe that somebody said, <laughs> "Hey, fam, hey, family, let's walk under a viaduct for a three-day weekend in Del Rio"? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. Is, I don't is that see it. is that where we're you know? Daddy got some time off work. Let's let's go for a long weekend to Del Rio. Yeah, we've, let's, let's we've, walk we've there. walked from Haiti to get here. Right. Uh, I just I don't think that's likely. I think everybody coming in intends to stay a while. Intends to stay a while. I mean, I think well, they made the trip. Yep. Well, they're not going to be here long. You know, the river there is just not very. It's not much of a river, is it? Yeah. yeah there you go. Look at that scene. Mm. Anybody got a vaccine card there? Wow. I don't even see anybody asking. Well, the good news is they're not staying long. Uh, that's right. They're headed back. In and out. Yeah, I'm just walking through a river they're here to stay for a few the, minutes. Yeah, they're here for the spring equinox, and they're <laughs> right, out of here. Right. I, I'm coming over here because there's a restaurant I've always wanted to eat at, <laughs> and then I'm headed back. Uh, yeah, I, 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 hate just, to, I hate to be the science bummer oh, here, but uh, if, if we're trying to make sure everybody here is vaccinated or had a current COVID test, uh, this ain't qualifying. Bubba, no. if you'd like to – it feel even stranger. One uh, C here, Adler. Our Homeland Security. Uh, here's home, the Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, listen to this statement about our border. Now, while you're looking at these images, you know that, that, we sec- that section 42 she mentioned too. Yeah. That's that's a Trump policy. They don't they don't want to mention. <clears throat> no, that. they don't. But by the way, just listen. To, now look at the picture you just saw. Okay, I know that's not me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I thought it was the guy who's trying to sell me farmers insurance. But all right, here, here <laughs> we go. All right. We have reiterated that our borders are not open and people should not make the dangerous journey. Individuals and families are subject to border restrictions, including expulsion. Irregular migration poses a significant threat to the health and welfare welfare of border communities and to the lives of the migrants themselves and should not be attempted. Well, that's what we're saying. What? what? Did y'all see the last footage of everybody walking across the river? How come he doesn't have a guy signing for it? Or an interpreter. I, I Have don't, you noticed? Yeah, no, I think. I don't know that the people crossing late. that river, was that addressed for us or for them? I, I think I, he's telling us one thing and letting them do something else. It, you well, you're talking about the visual seems to confirm that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's not in charge of keeping General Sherman from burning down. No, no. That maybe would be Rick firewood. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Uh, but we can uh, we can do that there, maybe at the top. So, But one of the things that um, that I noticed, you know, I, the, uh, the, the the deal, are you watching any of this, Bubba, the the whole deal on, on Monday Night Football where they now have the Mannings you sitting know, around I, talking about? You know, I did not last night. I, and, I, I haven't uh, seen I, this. I, I kind of wanted to, and i I be honest with you, I forgot about it. And uh, yeah. got off on something else, and before I knew it, Betty had Dancing with the Stars on, and you know I never now, made it back. I want to be sure I hear this right. It, well, it wasn't just, as just, bad as just, what it sounds I, like. I, I, I just want, said. I, I want to be sure <laughs> that I have this right. That on, uh, on Monday Night Football, you watch Dancing with the Stars. 
Um, is is that in, is that is that factually accurate? Mm-hmm. In a in a roundabout way, I saw. Let me say this: I saw more of the Dancing with the Stars than I did Monday Night. Football. Did you see any Monday Night Football? No. I okay. Not. All right. So, 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 <laughs> so you see that if I was standing before the <laughs> the jury, I know it, it, I know it looks worse than it was, but it's not the way it played out. Of course, if I was a lawyer, I would manipulate it by saying, "Now let me let me yeah. say this one more time." So last night you yeah. had an opportunity to watch some sort of TV program. Mm-hmm. And you, you've admitted you didn't have time to watch any, all of anything. Yeah, I, I but wasn't really trying to watch anything. But when the anything, TV came on. But by osmosis, I caught a little Dancing with the Stars. The only there. programming you saw wow. last night during primetime was Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I like grabbed a puppy and sit down, was petting it, and it was on TV. Right. You know, that there it is. Right. And there it is. Yeah, I, I didn't. And I, I kind of forgot about it. Well, I, I enjoyed it. I, I made a point to turn over and just. And I didn't just sit down and watch every second of it. It was just kind of on in the background. And yeah, they had okay, uh, Gronkowski on, and they also had Brett Favre on. Now, let's go back and set this thing up. First of all, y'all are y'all anti-America because you're watching NFL? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, so anyway. Uh, get through that. Yeah. Now, I, my deal, I, I'd love to kind of use that to make it look like for some of y'all that think that that's more patriotic or whatever. I honestly don't watch any NFL football because I'm just not that interested in it. I'm not making some kind of stand or anything. I'm just not that. I just not that interested in it. But anyway, this interests me because I think it could be potentially funny. And I saw was it you guys? I couldn't remember what what text bunch was going on. That that uh, there was like uh, Eli Manning was making fun of uh, Peyton Manning's forehead. <laughs> yeah, that that was and me. The shape, I, of, shape I, of his forehead yeah. and, and this kind of stuff. And they then, actually Eli claimed he had a top ten on his forehead, right? Uh, and one of them that uh, said it was a five head because it was so big. That's good. Um, well, he's and, an odd looking guy. You know, Peyton Manning to me never looked athletic, right? Mm. Uh, but he was. Yeah. But but let me go back to this. So the job for those that mm-hmm. don't know, oh, yeah. it's on one of the ESPN channels. Is that right? Uh, ESPN two. Yeah. That the Manning brothers like said on the couch like we would do and mm-hmm. they just comment on the game yeah is that, yeah. Is that accurate? They, no, they're in on zoom yeah. right they're not actually together they're in two separate right, areas yeah. or they were last week I don't and, and they were this week. week too and and yeah they break it down and, and sometimes yeah. they get lost in conversation and they don't do a, a play-by-play of breaking each one down I'd rather hear that um but then Rick, a lot i've promoted uh, this format for years I, i've been screaming we needed to do this but a, and, and now they finally have picked it up yeah. and done it. yeah but a lot of time they're they're breaking down like okay here's the language here this is what this is what's being said and then, like, if there's a touchdown play, they'll go back, review the play, and then go, all right, here's what happened, and this is what they were thinking. But they got called up in conversation um, with uh, um, Gronkowski about, um, r- you know, red zone and, and stuff like that. And he basically said, he admitted he didn't watch much film uh, and that he doesn't need, <laughs> need to look at many red zone uh, plays because he's got that covered, right. you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Right, right. Well, then, like I say, the, the little clip we saw the other day of Tom Brady calling an audible at the line. And he goes, Gronk, Brewski, Brewski. And that just means go up the field and turn around and we'll throw it to right. you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want Gronk's attention, use the word Brewski. That's it. Yeah. That's yeah. Okay. yeah. And then Brett Favre was with them, and then they started making fun because Brett was like late because they couldn't get his connection. And they started act, asking if he was on the farm in Hattiesburg with dial-up, you know, internet and stuff like that. <laughs> so funny. they were having a good time with it. Um, they also ran a list of things that they were critiqued on on they should that shouldn't do. And Peyton ran the list that that's, he says that like he says like too many times and or whatever. It was kind of funny, but is that like uh, the bit we did when people were talking about things that we need to improve on? And we did a whole bit and it didn't improve on. Anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does Eli get to talk any, or is it just Peyton? No, it, no I, I mean it's talk. it's definitely more Peyton, but Eli does talk. Yeah. 
But I think the Eli prefers it that way, you know, because sometimes they'll come back early and you can hear Eli going, take this one, Peyton, you yeah. know, or, or something like that, well, you know. I love that Brett Favre said, sorry for being late. My two tin cans and string finally worked. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Some of y'all that are older, you don't even you know. I mean, younger, you don't even know what that is. Eli is starting to do more. He's he's And the reason I say that is because y'all remember when Peyton did, and this was last year, two years ago, he did Peyton's places where he would yeah. go around. and he's, yeah. Well, now Eli's doing it, Eli's places, but it's all college football. Okay. And so, very funny, uh, the, the most uh, recent one was him and Nick Saban. And Nick Saban's out there on the lake throwing him around on the inner tube. And that's hilarious mm-hmm. to see them in that mode. Saban but, likes to do that. Eli. Eli, yeah. Eli. And, and apparently make jokes about yeah, Mike well, Jones confirmed yeah. it. <laughs> Guys, that's we, out there again today. By the by way, the can way. I tell you something? That that is that's so much funnier mm-hmm. than we let go because you realize I the know. press is asking an Alabama player, okay? Mm-hmm. The press is asking an Alabama player for some motivational mm-hmm. things that Nick Saban likes to say, and the player says, Well, I can't take of any else offhand and then the two that he chooses <laughs> had to do with locker room jokes that's with funny. with guys in and the lower track, and and mm-hmm. and this and my favorite is if you listen, one reporter goes, "I don't know how to follow that." Yeah, <laughs> no one knows what to say. Yeah. They're like, "What did he just say?" Mm-hmm. And and I mean, guys, that is absolutely hilarious. So you're saying he was on D's boat, right? Yeah. And by the way, I owned. The I think gr- that's the name of his boat. I owned, I owned the group that I was talking to, and I said, and let me tell you something, it was probably even funnier. That player's probably booked to speak at an FCA banquet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so, so anyway, it wouldn't surprise me, but sometimes not a big coal factor there. But uh, but the um, – yeah. but uh, so – I think I've spoken one, right? <laughs> well, there you go. Um, but then uh, on the actual game, you know, everybody was like last week, and, and uh, from what I gathered, I didn't see the game. The Packers looked terrible. Aaron Rodgers didn't look great. And they're yeah. like, well, there you go, yeah. off-season drama, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. And, of course, anytime you're not playing well, the Lions are always uh, always willing to <laughs> help you have a better night. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he went nuts on the Detroit Lions last night, according to the story here. Yeah, and it was funny, too, because they were, they were talking about little things that I love, like um, when you're moving teams kind of like golf did and you're trying to learn a totally new system – what the verbiage is different and uh and that he kept calling plays that they don't know like yeah. oh, because yeah. there were names that, <laughs> yeah, of yeah. things that he did right. with the rams and they're like well I, we don't know what you're saying here you know uh but, does it really matter if it's the lines no i keep forgetting they're even a team i do yeah. too i mean I really i do i go oh, yeah the they're lines. never the worst team in the league but, but they they're, are they're just they are bad at a longer range than anybody. they're never in the hunt never 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 People worse. If you're a Detroit Lions fan, do you have any other jersey but Barry Sanders? They had the uh, great, great, great Alex Karras. Calvin Johnson. Great, great <laughs> Landry. Way back. They had the big receiver. Yeah, Cal- Megatron. Oh, yeah, Megatron. That's what I was. Megatron. Calvin. Yeah. Calvin what's Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. That was Calvin big. Johnson, yeah. But their good player, it's so bad the good players all retire early. You know, they oh, way before they should retire. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Daily at 
that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Everybody, nobody panic. We're here. Six minutes past the hour. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, another hour of Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang is all here. And uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. There he is, Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, honored and privileged to be here. Thank all of you for letting us do what we do. That's right. Uh, you have enabled us to have 27 years of making a living off incredibly low expectations. That's right. And we're going to try to do that just a little bit longer. Thank you. Thank you for being the fuel that drives the bus. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk about, I didn't know this. Greg, were you the one that brought this up? Yes, Rick. I was on my way home yesterday, and I don't remember what I was listening to. And they were playing this audio, and all I could think about was Bubba. I was I was picturing Bubba. I don't know why he would be listening to the Vikings on the radio, but picturing him on the radio and, and this call coming across and just just you know how you know how he is disgusted with the Vikings anyway. Oh yeah, Bubba, I've never. But seen, this call, you're is that, so good. Bubba is Bubba is as down on the Vikings as he's ever been. But now picture well, Bubba listening have to you the seen game. Him play lately. Listen, picture him listening to it on the radio, and this is the call he got. All right, here we go. High snap, put down. Joseph, come on! It is good! No, he's no it. good. Are you kidding me? He missed it right. He missed it right. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> oh, my. This, he missed it right. Hey, what a gut punch to a team. Rick screamed it. Oh, that play after play toward the end fought its way back. Oh. Missed it by like a foot and just, <laughs> oh my God, hiding. <laughs> Joseph, come on! It is good! No, he's no good. Are you kidding me, Mr. Wright? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. This isn't your first game. You know as well as I do. Sitting in the stands, you can't. I no, never can't know if they go through no, or not. No, no, if you don't wait till the official listen. gives you the signal. Greg, I would say this. Just you can't tell if Listen, you're in the stands. No, you Greg, can't. go with the odds. Just assume you missed it. Yeah, but, that, yeah. that would be the easiest thing. And then you go, oh, wait a minute, he hit it. <laughs> wait a minute. We won. Guys, it's you don't hear, that, you don't hear that much. He, he delivered so, that good. He said this is going to be one for the ages. Yeah, the yeah this, this is going to go in. I, they're going to really love this. <laughs> they're going to be playing it. this all over St. <laughs> yeah, Paul. They are now. Uh, so, so Bubba, that's has anybody got, thing I thought of. Has anybody Bubba. got the schedule? When do they play the Lions? <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> and we'll split with them. Oh, that's it's so good. good. Wait a minute. It's good. I like it like in the same voice and yeah. excitement. He went, no, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. It's good. No, wait a minute. <laughs> Ricky, if I, if I had a billion dollars. And then that guy that's cold with him, I throw it to the right. I right. no, missed it. If I had a billion dollars and I, and I bought the Minnesota Vikings, right. I, would, I would pull up to the building and tell everybody, get out. Get your box. So everybody. Get everybody. Everybody's gone. Every, oh. every person in that building, get out. Yeah. Bubba, not. Because uh, you got bad karma all over you. And you the, bring Bud Grant back. October the Bud 10th. Bud Grant gets to stay. His office will be right next to mine, with, so with I can his, go over there and talk hunting. With his short sleeve shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> October the, the 10th, win. Bubba. Huh? October the 10th, they play the Well, line. they'll get a win then, maybe. Where's it at? Uh, looks Detroit like or Minneapolis? No, it looks like it's a home game. Oh, well, they might. I think. They'll blow that big old horn. I think. Let's see here. So they're not playing in Detroit? 
I want to see Bubba yeah, Boy Big Horn. I love how you say Detroit. Detroit. I love how you say Detroit. Detroit. Detroit and when they played Detroit. What if he played the guitar in Detroit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, <laughs> gosh. That damn no. Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it sounds like if they let us sit on the couch and call a ball game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rick, it'd be good. And, a lot and, of snacks. And, Rick, we, we joke, but we, we did. Propose that Fair. once upon a time. Here we go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody won't take us yeah, up. Yeah, I, no. I heard Terry Bradshaw called and called it. Terry <laughs> <Hey>, Bradshaw. <laughs> well, well, they figured it was going to take some of their viewers. All right. So uh, <laughs> I love when you went with Terry, though. Can I tell you, with all the people. And you read this to me in the break the email we got about the, the Manning brothers cutting up. And they're making fun of everybody's uh, – and this one the size of Peyton Manning's head. Mm-hmm. And and uh, and when Eli said, would you rather have a game-worn Peyton helmet full of quarters or $10,000? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to hold that one for a bubble jump. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out. This is going to su- yeah. surprise you because I'm usually – I really like the, when the Manning brothers – I like their commercials. Yeah. Oh, I think they're funny. Uh, everything they no, do they are is fun. really good. Well, you know why you don't think it's a bit because it's not attempting to be funny, but you're not. Did you? They, they're actually they're genuine. They're actually yeah. funny. They, they got are, good, they yeah. got good delivery. They make yes. fun of each other. Yeah. And what I like the well, I guess it was advertised for one of their shows they do. And he asks his dad how many steaks he want. He holds up that phone one. <laughs> <laughs> how many steaks you want, Poppy? Goes never looks up at what he's reading. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big foam hand. He, he, they claim that. Can uh, I tell you, foam hand humor owns me. Oh, too. Sure does. And I know AT and T's got that commercial. Yeah. That girl just keeps holding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, during the critique, they said that Dad called Eli and said that he couldn't make fun of Peyton's forehead for two weeks. Okay. <laughs> and Peyton said, "So after two weeks, it's back on." Yeah, yeah, that's deal. good. Peyton Bubba, back back forehead. to the Vikings. Oh, All right, they lost. They lost what? every preseason game. Well, yeah. First regular season game, they lost in overtime. Yeah. And then they missed a 30-something yard field goal to oh, win it. Yeah. One of my favorite things is Bubba's relationship. <laughs> with the, the one the year, was it playoffs when it was so cold when they were playing in Minnesota oh, Stadium? Oh, yeah, Seattle. And all he had to do was hit that. Oh, we had Bubba, an ex- extra Bubba, point to go to the Super Bowl. Rick Bubba claims, I just got it, walked off before he kicked. Yeah. Went there and started giving yeah. something Hunter, in. Hunter, Hunter said, where are you going? I said, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I just laughed. That is a true story. I did not. And when he started hollering, they missed it. I go, oh, yeah, they missed it. Are you kidding me? Bubba, I, I hate to bring this up. I'll tell you the one that may have been the worst is the year they really had a good team. Right. When Randy Moss was there, and Randall Cunningham, Cunningham yeah. and they were setting all kind of offensive records. And they had a kicker who had not missed a field goal the entire year. Yes. Playing the Falcons in the NFC Championship. Yes. And it's a, it's a, I, I don't even remember hey, why, what this, the, this is Buckner for him. Yeah, <laughs> why are you doing this? I, I don't even this, remember. This, 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 this guy never wasn't, missed. It wasn't, it wasn't an impossible field Buckner. goal. It was like 35 yards. Yeah, some okay. a pro, especially this, this guy. A pro, yeah. it's a, it's a, you know, they make it 90% of the time. And and I thought, you know, I was we're going back. And we got a team. We got a team com, com, compete. Yeah. And mm. he missed it. Sure and and, and I th- the announcer said right before it, he has not missed a field goal yeah. all year. Right. And I thought, I just threw my drink. What what are you doing? <laughs> right. What are you doing? And the Falcons went and I, out hey, and got hammered. off by, to the right. <laughs> Falcons I go get it. beat by Denver. I know. No, you know, it was awful. It was, it was a terrible Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, well it probably just saved Minnesota from losing but, another. But one. we've well, been tying the bills. But we've been we've talked about this before. This guys never miss. We've talked about this before on the show. <laughs> find that, see if you can find that kick. Out there. <laughs> oh, Vikings versus Falcons. Anderson, what was his NFC? Name? What year? What was. year was it? Yeah, well, it wasn't uh, it Anderson kicking it. Yeah. I think it was. Anderson. Yeah, I think it was Anderson. Ger- was his name? What? Gary, Gary Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, but he hadn't missed one all year. <laughs> and they're at home. There's no Golly. wind in the dome. It's perfect. Yeah. It, the crowd's quiet. Right. Where'd it go? 
<laughs> yeah, I remember that. It was. I mean, I honestly thought, and they, didn't they have the like the most high performing offense in oh, the league? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. they yeah. set all kinds of records. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a chance. It was yeah. like Randall Cunningham. He came back alive, you know, from his Eagles days. Yeah, and then he oh, was yeah. back. Yeah. You know, two another one. I'll tell you another great one. <laughs> the of of the seventies teams, and they had some good teams in the seventies. Went to the Super Bowl three times, but. The best team they had statistically, record-wise, is the team that lost to Dallas on the Hail Mary pass uh, in the ice. You yeah. know, and they're, they're, yes. the DB yes. slipped down. And Drew, was his, Drew, what's his name? Pearson. Pearson caught that ball yeah. from Roger Staubach. The details, it's like it's all, but, but here's what <laughs> Number we, 43 was the DB that slipped down. But listen, <laughs> but listen we've talked about this for years. What <laughs> that is, was Fran Tarkington at quarterback, yeah. Stu Voigt at tight end, uh, Chuck, Chuck Foreman. Foreman at running back, yeah. and uh, you had the Allen Page, oh, Carl yeah. Eller, Who ended up being a Jim judge. Marshall, and all of them yeah, yeah. on the defensive line. But what I'm, what, what, what is this thing with you? And we've talked about Jim this. Gilliam, wide receiver, number forty-two. That you're how wrong. does he have this this memory of this? And I can't tell you what we did six o'clock. I'm hour. telling you. <laughs> but what I'm saying, is, remember we talked about this before. What is this thing with you? You're never drawn to a dynasty. You're always drawn to these frustrating I, teams. These, why, these why, underdog why? things. I don't know. I think it's a sickness. I got. <laughs> yeah. Is this I mean, the right I, one? Is this the right call right here? Can we play it? Rick, when oh, that's the, Bra- it. That's Rick, it. When the that's Braves it. got that's good, it. he was done with them. Right. Uh, here it is. Morton Anderson right now. Morton, and- Morton Anderson. There's oh. a difference between the Falcons going to the Super Bowl or maybe the Vikings going to the Super Bowl. Well, he's handled the pressure before from 39 yards out. 39 yards. Anderson is good. He knows it. Right, that's they not it. That's, yeah. not that's it. when the that's Falcons it. beat them. Yeah, that's not yeah, it. He made that one. Doggone it. Yeah, that's not it. Boy. Sorry, sorry wrong call. Guys. But that's more misery for you. Thanks. But now you see that Morton Anderson can put yeah. it right down the middle. Yeah. 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 See, that's, that's, what year was it? Uh, oh, it's, it, it's the Falcons. I mean, I'll find it for you. It's the NFC Championship game, Falcons versus Vikings in the Dome. Was it, so was, this was 98 Falcons-Vikings, so that's way early. Is that too early? Uh, I think that, maybe that's how they won that game. Huh? I don't know. Uh, I think he had missed it earlier in the game or something. No, Greg. Made. I don't think so. Because they didn't what, go to the Super did, Bowl. Did he, did he miss it? Was it Falcons oh, oh, I see what Did he miss saying. it in regulation? I think yeah. so. In the win and I then think it went in Then Morton had to come in. Because I think it was Gary and I may be wrong. Yeah, who was the Vikings? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the Vikings missed it during regulation. During, that that, that is the right yeah. game. Oh, right. But earlier. Yeah. Earlier in the game. Yeah. That put him away. Yeah. That, now, that was the oh, chance. It was in 1998. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Listening to the Radio Revolution. Rick and Bubba. 27 years, still swinging. From the broadcast plaza and teleports. All right, so um, Adler, in his haste to, to, to gather this, it was weird that in this 1998 game, probably the, the best team that the Vikings uh, have ever had other than the Oh, they, they say they were the best team in football that year. 
Yeah, and and Bubba was excited. Statistically speaking, uh, and every record there was. Yes, yeah. there were two, uh, including perfect on field goals and PAT. Yeah. They were throwing the ball down the field to Randy Moss. No one could even stop them. No, they could just score. You remember they hung the about forty on Green Bay up mm. there in Green Bay. It oh, wasn't even oh, close. Is this your way to feel? Well, better? I'm just saying to give you a comparison of how right. good they were. Is this your way to feel better? Because hey, hey, they ain't gonna hang forty on them now. You didn't have to bring us into this. They'd Everybody be felt four on them. Yeah, you would if you look back in the past. You go. This is their best chance to win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Oh, these absolutely. guys get that. I, get I remember sitting there wanting. Them, I remember sitting there wanting to win because I knew what it meant to you and the fact that I wanted a good Super Bowl. Right. And I thought the Falcons, even though I, you know, I'm good for the Falcons, that they weren't going to be able to play with Denver. And of course, we were right. Yeah. But but anyway, so I thought. What was the score of that Super Bowl? I don't know, but I, it, I, I they probably just saved Minnesota for more embarrassment. Really, uh, frankly. <laughs> so here, here, there's there. actually a three minute documentary about this kick, oh, and you're going to hear. Uh, the announcer say, "This that, is just for Bubba." That Gary Anderson has not missed an extra point or a field goal the entire season. Speedy, can we edit this call with the call from the game Saturday or Sunday <laughs> <laughs> together, and right. just so we can hear him back to back? All right, so here it is, Bubba. Here it is. Late in the NFC Championship game, the Super Bowl was one kick away. Gary Anderson, he hasn't missed the field goal since Moses departed the seat. Let's put him away. And they have an opportunity here with Gary Anderson to put this game out of reach. This is the perfect way to end it. This is a slam dunk. Anderson has been automatic all season long. He's been perfect on field goal attempts and PATs. Placement, the kick. It is no good. Oh, it missed wide to the left. I remember looking up and saying, wow. (laughs) That's what you said, wasn't it? Something different, probably. I'm sorry, Bubba. Y'all, that's not the one I walked out of the room on. I was watching that one. No, I know. You yeah, stayed for that. Yeah, we need all three of those kicks. Yeah, you walked out of the room on one more recent because yeah, Hunter was was but, was it was. Yeah, he there couldn't watching. believe it. Yeah. I said, "No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm but, not. I'm not going to." You know, it's kind of like looking back. You might turn into salt. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't want to see it. Right. But I'm see, not we're, look. we were talking about this off <laughs> air. If you show up at that game and I go a lot, Gary Anderson has not missed a kick all year or a PAT. I hope it don't come down to one because he is due to miss. Because you're not going to you would you be went the other way forever. You would go the other I way. I would have been nervous going to the game going, I hope it don't come down to a field How goal. Many kicks he hadn't missed all year. He's right. due a miss. How many kicks did the Falcons kicker miss? That was uh, – I mean, How many kicks did he miss? He wasn't perfect for the season, Morton Anderson. Yeah, yeah, what was his numbers on that? Well, like he was always that. a really good kicker. So, in that game, it was 27-20. to 20. He may say it's 30-20. to 20. Instead, they tie it up, goes in overtime, Falcons and that's when down. Morton yeah. kicks it. Falcons wow. go down and tie it, and then nice. Morton Anderson kicks from the exact same yardage, 39, yeah. right down the middle. Right and down the middle. Yeah. So, see, if they if they make that, it's 30-10. It's, it's, it's over. 30-20. 30-20, yeah. yeah. because yeah. then uh, – Falcons have to score twice wow. in only a few a few minutes there. Sorry, Bubba. That's mm. rougher than I thought. I had to it relive was. that, didn't you? Rick, and it was more of a bip because he had a one bar face. Mask. Absolutely. And if he it, had it blow his chin. There's, there, if you said, Greg, it's so true, when somebody does something that aggravates a fool out of you, if they look goofy doing yeah, it, if they have something <laughs> weird, it, 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 it makes it even, even, yeah. <laughs> So much worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what a bip. <laughs> Rick, I'm old bar. Look at that right gym. there. Yeah. You idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Adler, let's see if we can find that Hail Mary for Drew Pearson. <laughs> no. Because you think about this. But we're not going to do this today. No. We're not going to do this. Think about this. He Whoa. can look back and go, I was perfect for one NFL season on PATs and field goals. But everybody goes, yeah, but. 
You right. miss that one in there at cost. Yeah. I would rather have missed four during the season right. and hit that one. Yeah. I always remember the last one. Yeah, so would you rather – now, this is, I think – Yeah, pre- say when you're up by four touchdowns over yeah, Green Bay or somebody, yeah. then, then shank one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Get it out of your system. But I'll tell you this. I would rather be Gary Anderson than that guy for the Bills. You know when they get when they got the Giants and he misses Nor- that. Scott Norwood. Yeah, Scott Norwood ended up being their only chance to ever win one because mm-hmm. the next three they got. They got Rick, that kick yeah. was only it was just like a foot short. Oh, I was, mean, if I remember, really it was right. just a little over. Do, do you remember he that you ever seen the special it, on him? Did he miss oh, wide yeah. or was it just well, he was short? Wide. He was wide. Hey, by the way, it messed his life up. That's look. A, I, I tell. You, I don't envy the kicker deal. That's that's not a good life no, because in the holder and the snapper. I mean, if you're perfect, everybody expects you to be perfect, and when you mess up, you're like, oh my gosh. It's I a was, good, it's a good life at practice, but it's not a good life no, when when everybody no, calls you and you've no. been over there like you know uh, texting people. We take for <laughs> granted. And Austin, what I'm in the game. <laughs> we take for granted. You got to get the snap. He's got to get the ball and he's got to get it down and you got to hit it right. right. And we just take that for granted, like eh. And, yeah. and you know they do it so well. And, and you that, see these guys crashing in from the end that are so fast. Oh yeah, and they dive. And I mean, it looks like every kick they almost block. Yeah, every. I mean, just mm-hmm. inches that thing gets off. Yeah, I can't it's, imagine as a kicker starting to to move forward and kick and the ball's not even down yet. I know. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like you're just going to trust by the See, time your foot comes yeah. through that ball's yeah. there. I won't repeat. I can't the, hesitate. I won't yeah. repeat all the stories of it, but I, my age hits perfect. My age, as far as high school and then into college, I had never seen specialized kickers because when I when I was in high school, we didn't have any. Mm-hmm. No one but one team we saw that year had one. He was the first one I'd ever seen. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> we couldn't believe it. Look at that course, guy. He's he, just the kicker. And then he, he choked. But, he did. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, it, it, it's the um, – on an extra point, <laughs> if, sure I, if I remember. Yeah. Uh, but anyway yeah. – Playoffs. Yeah, it, what, gave us the victory 21-20. But anyway, and so – we, we said thank you. And, uh, and Yes, and I, I believe that we had a few words on the way by <laughs> as he laid on the ground with his face buried in, in the grass. Specialized kicker. Kicker can't make an extra point. Yeah. But, any, but anyway. For, like you were the, sore from the rest of the game. By the way, for the win. Uh, mm. but I mean, for the tie. Uh, but anyway, so I'd never been in that culture before. And and I remember it's it's a different culture. Yeah. It, it is a different oh, culture. Yeah. Would you like I'm, – I'm, this is going to be controversial. Would you like football better if kickers were not a part of it? Yes. I, feel, I get so frustrated with – hey, we, we blood, sweat, and tears yeah. for this long out here. And now we've got a guy who has hardly done anything. Yep. I know you're talented, but well, you're a talented kicker. Yeah, but but now the game depends on what you do. Yeah, I would be for the removal of it completely. Yeah, I think I would too. I would be okay with everybody gets the ball at the twenty. Yeah, and uh, let's just let's just play ball. Yeah, and you got to <laughs> score to win. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. Bad lie we used to do in the backyard. Yeah, we, we had no kicks. And I'm, and I'm for on the punt. We just all mark off the same amount of yards. <laughs> huh? 45 <laughs> yards. No punting. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 35 minutes past the hour. Phone troll time. First one of the day. And uh, we'll chat with you. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Comments, questions, bringing information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Uh, this is the topics, topics only. Uh, I have a question. I have a comment. What do y'all think about this? Uh, meaningless shout-outs and shameless plugs. 
uh, meaningless shout-outs and shameless plugs will result in a buzzer, uh, and that will be the end of your time on the program. So well, let's go to candidco.com slash Bubba. Now, this is very important. Uh, if you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, "Hey, my, my grill needs some help," mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like the uh, the my, my teeth need to be straightened. Well, if your teeth need to be straightened, then you have to go to someone who whose expertise is straightening teeth. Now, CandidCo.com/slash/Bubba has these invisible, practically, uh, you know, practically invisible, comfortable, removable aligners, but they're only going to use orthodontists. Now, there are some competitors out there, and they start talking about all this about, hey. You know, we got aligners and all that, but they use general dentist, and that's not their expertise. We love our general dentist, but they're not orthodontist, and we love our orthodontist, but they're not dentist. So you want to be with the with the with the expert, and you you have an orthodontist that starts with you and stays with you through the entire treatment, which takes about six months, but you'll see results way before then. And we're going to get you seventy five dollars off the starter kit right now if you go to candidco.com slash bubba use the code bubba. This can be done from the comfort of your home. Or if you want to go to one of their studios, you can talk to them about that, too. Uh, CandidCO.com slash Bubba. Also, look for that link at RickandBubba.com. Uh, you'll find it there as well. All right, so let's get started. Uh, we'll uh, we'll start with Sean uh, out of the great state of Alabama. Remember, this is a phone troll, so uh, at the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds if, we, if, if you don't get a timeout. But there's only two timeouts, one Bubba, one with uh, Helmsley. So, Sean, you got 30 seconds on the Rick and Bubba show, sir. Go right ahead. Hey, uh, I just want to let y'all know, man, I, I actually uh, was COVID positive, and uh, I actually got the monoclonal antibody infusion, mm-hmm. but I was placed in the room, I was non-vaxxed, tested positive for COVID, with another man that was vaxxed, tested positive for COVID, and he was getting the antibody infusion as well as I, and it's like 12 hours from the time I got that infusion, Rick and Bubba, I mean, God, God's blessed me tremendously in my life here lately. But twelve hours from the time I got it, all of- so it sounds like he said he was going to start feeling better, and, and that's going to tie in uh, real close. We're going to talk to Doctor Scott Harris, our state health officer, uh, later in the show, and you know that's been a big topic: the monoclonal antibodies. Who, by the way, has been remarkable in this. Uh, our our amount that we're getting is being cut back in seven states. So. We'll we'll address that with him. Yeah, we'll try to figure out why that is. But um, yeah. So, but but again, if if somebody gets the variant, uh, whether they're vaccinated or not, uh, the infusion can help them as well. It, it yeah. appears the infusion, especially if they're is, having a hard is, time, with is really really working good for a lot of people. Let's go to uh, Brett in Alabama. Brett, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Hey guys. Hey buddy. I used to work for a D one football team in the SEC. And every practice, every single practice, the football kickers, punters, and long snappers would play this baseball game they invented where the long snappers would pitch mm-hmm. and the punters would catch and the kickers would hit with the pads. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've, I've told the story a thousand times. When I, when I first arrived to play for Troy – and I'd never seen specialized kickers, and I asked the question, what are those guys doing down there? <laughs> and, uh, and they said, well, they're the kickers. And I said, well, what, what are they doing? And they said, well, they're down there kicking. And I said, should they be smoking? <laughs> <laughs> and I literally saw a guy with his helmet off with a cigarette in his mouth hunting. <laughs> uh, Rick. No, no, that's absolutely true. Uh, and uh, you got to remember this early 80s. Uh, smoking was not as, man, as, as, yeah. as demonized as it is now. 
Uh, so uh, remember, we had smoking hall yeah. in high school. Yeah, where you went and stood behind the yellow line to smoke. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris <laughs> now. Yeah, absolutely true. I've told that to people; they can't believe it's real. Now we went to high school where there was a designated smoking area. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, Chris uh, in Leeds. Chris, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Hey guys, uh, Chris from Leeds, but currently not on deployment right now. So I got to catch the show, and it's very fortuitous. Uh, Bubba, do you know the last uh, kicker the Vikings cut? Uh, Daniel Carlson. Yeah, you know how many field goals he's made in a row now? 26. How many? 20, 26. 26. 26. That's a good call. <laughs> I way you get mad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was that was still I remember that's one. Of the but but let's be honest though, okay? Because I, 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 I well no, but this is the thing you're missing, and I, and pardon me for this, but I think you're in a negative enough move today <laughs> that you'll accept this. If Daniel Carlson stays and keeps that uniform on, he's still not making them. Yeah, he, no he, he had to get out from under that cursed uniform. You know, you know what? That's, right. you know, that's a good yeah. way to look at it, Rick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's got, good for he's, him. He's playing on a team that's winning. They got a new stadium. Everybody's right. fired up about him. Right. Uh, but but again, see, so you're thinking if he stayed there, he'd but, still be this but this consistent. But he wouldn't because uniform wouldn't have. Look, let it happen. We, we've no. all coached. Okay, here we and, go. And we've never coached at that level. But you trade up to get a guy who has a good track record. Now he <laughs> he has a bad game. Okay. And you just get rid of it. I mean, not trade. You cut. You mm-hmm. lost that pick. Gone. The, the yeah. That, the, gone. the Cowboys did it this past week. Who they cut? They cut their kicker. Did they? Yeah. After he had a bad week, they cut the kicker and brought up the kicker from the practice squad, and mm-hmm. he beat the. Uh, but he did beat they, Seattle? Did they trade up and trade players to get the kicker yeah, the, in the, the draft? Look, don't act like it's. You, you know what I'm saying? I, just, like, I don't even understand that. Yeah, from a logic standpoint, one of these things, and it's yeah. an all B two, which was double hit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, now we're getting to it. <laughs> right. I, I just if no, it was a Bama it, kicker, he'd be glad he's gone. No, this is this is this is purely a Vikings thing. By the way, it looks like the the Bama finally has a good kicker. Yeah, they have for yeah. a couple yeah. years now. Yeah, I mean he's been good. We're going to jinx him, but no, yeah, we, no, no. Phrase it. I mean, up to this point, he's been yeah. great. I is, think that's how we phrase is it. That, yeah. Is that who we think it is, son? I we, think don't so. Don't we know him? I think so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so. but anyway, what, what I'm what I'm saying <laughs> that owns me. Yeah. That whole conversation yesterday <laughs> owned me off the air. <laughs> but, but 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 I go with this again though. But but again, remember. But this is one of those things that Alabama at one time oh, wow. to try to make it fair would have a bad kicker. Right. Oh know? yeah. And then yeah. everybody said, well, you can't. Well, it let made them, it interesting. You can't let them have a good kicker mm-hmm. and everything. They else had so much success despite their kicking situation. Yeah, but now, mm-hmm. now they've now got they, both. Now, now they've dialed yeah. the kicking in. Up to this point, you're right. Up to this point. Yeah. And they may need it this year. Let's go to Tom <laughs> in Alabama. Tom, go ahead. Green Acres, fellas. Thank you, buddy. Go ahead. Uh, if y'all got the guts, I want you to ask Dr. Harris, the old Dr. Fauci puppet man, uh, why do we have to wear a mask if we get the vaccine? It makes no sense. If I'm going to get the vaccine, I'm not wearing to flip the mask. Well, you're starting yeah. to see, and I don't know where, the, the mass thing is kind of losing some momentum. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing some schools uh, that, that I'm aware of that had the mass mandate and they're dropping. Rick, yeah. ours, uh, interesting, we started off with no mask, um, you know, not mandatory. Then we had about a three-week period where it was, there was a mandate put in place, and now this week we've gone back to no mask. Yeah, well, I think, we're understanding. Kids are excited. By which the way. this is not up for yeah. debate. You're wondering. This is, this is not up for debate. If you're, you know, especially having to beat them for that long at a full school day, 
that I think more the more we're finding out is if it's just a cheap mask that you bought at the drugstore or you know and whatever and you don't have an N95 probably what that mask is doing to you all day long probably causes more not more, only more, that, more bad than good. Not only that, they're and, not wearing, they're them, not wearing right. them right, and yeah. they're the fact that they're messing with them so much is un more unhealthy That's than not than not That's having them at all. Yeah, because yeah. you got to wear it that long. If you're yeah. putting one on just to go in somewhere and come back out, but when you got to wear one like at your work day or mm -hmm. your school day, yeah. you're messing with it, and you're you're, you're it's so it's so annoying. What was the story we did about the blue ones? Just the ones you throw away. Ten percent. Ten percent. They offer you about ten percent protection. Yeah. Wow. I mean that's a, that's and that's ten percent. That's, a, that's even that. a, that's even approved by those that you're not allowed to question. Right. Uh, let's let's go to. By the way, I wouldn't purchase and, and the, anything in any industry that was only ten percent effective. Never, hmm. never. Certainly not birth control. No, no. Uh, so Rick, I wasn't and, going to, there. To, to answer your, your to right. answer his question, <laughs> when the study came out that people who had been vaccinated <laughs> could still pass along COVID nineteen, is when they all brought back the mask again. Right, mm -hmm. that's what it. Was. But be careful. I got ate up yesterday for claiming that uh, that the vaccine can't completely protect you from the variant. Of course, that's factually true, but someone ate me up about it, but that I was saying that it didn't offer any protection. No, that's not what I said. No, no I, it's, I, it's, it doesn't offer you 100% against anything. No. The, There's breakdown cases. It was, to, it was to flatten the curve, remember? Well, I also yep. was comparing it to how effective it was against alpha. Right. It is not as effective as far as you contracting it as it was against alpha. That is just a fact. Mm -hmm. Now, does that mean having the vaccine doesn't give you any protection? I no, didn't say it, that at it, all. It absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. helps, especially if you've not had the antibodies. But I never said that. Yeah. But it, but it is factually true that people with the vaccine are still getting the variant. Mm -hmm. yeah. That that's factually true. Well, just like the guy I just called, he he, yeah. he had been vaccinated, and mm -hmm. he was in a room with a guy that hadn't been vaccinated. We well, have he, a friend that around. was fully vaccinated, and and he had to go to the hospital and get the monoclonal antibodies, and <laughs> and it's better now. By the way. Uh, let's go. What, to, what is it? What just is the it? way you say monoclonal? Owns that's me. all right. <laughs> You've what, what got an R in there, and that's fine. Keep doing it. Just say infusion. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I, I, I know exactly, but Mono, I'm still entertained monoclonal? by monoclonal. I, I can be not monoclonal. No, I there can be entertained by that though. Mm. How hey, do you say hey, it? I don't want you to change. Bubba. How do you say monoclonal? Bubba. Monoclonal. Yeah. You've got a fishing rod. And you're trying to bring in the Leviathan. Okay, just monoclonal. Uh, it. You got it. Don and Cedar Blow. Don, go ahead. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, hey Rick, yesterday morning when you were uh, on your segment there about the uh, duplicate numbers, I had to go into work and I missed the remainder of that segment. But I, I was going to tell you guys, I'm, I'm kind of like y'all. I'm an old schooler in that. And back in the 70s, you know, when you saw the double zero, I was kind of on the fence on that. But they, they, just the, the single zero number, I, I cannot stand that. Hmm. Yeah, the single zero. But I don't even <laughs> care about that anymore. I'll accept a zero. I'll accept a double zero. I'll accept a hundred and 101. Oh. What's got to go is duplicate numbers. Holy. <laughs> I don't understand the, 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 the psychic part of that. I don't understand how anybody would want it. I don't know why we allow it. <laughs> I'm, I'm even open to invent new numbers if you want, but we can't have them. We <laughs> Alphanumeric. We cannot have duplicates. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. We're out and about again this week. Looking forward to being in Birmingham, Alabama Thursday night. I'll be speaking over at Lakeside 
uh, Baptist Church. Man Church, we're kicking off the men's discipleship strategy on that same day, sending guys out. Elmsy will be at First Baptist Opelika, Alabama, on the very same night. He's doing a Man Church. Uh, they're into the second uh, curriculum, and he'll be doing the Man Church coming up Thursday night, First Baptist Opelika. Uh, and then Rich Wingo uh, will be uh, uh, headed up to Jasper, Alabama, and he'll be there at North. Remember the name of that church up there? Northside? Northside North North Baptist. Yeah. In Jasper, Alabama. So we got three of us out Thursday night. So looking forward to uh, uh, being participating. And if you want to join one of those man churches near you, you certainly can. All right. So uh, phone calls coming in at 866 We Be Big Bubba. I- I'm calling Paul in from Nashville because I know you've had kind of a hard day today uh, <laughs> with, uh, with the Vikings. Um, uh, and, and I do believe that we've allowed you the movie Fever Pitch when they, they thought they'd removed all the. Uh, VHS tapes of Bill Buckner's boot boot at first. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. And they found him. He found a, 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 that's a, a copy. Good one. That's a good one. So, Paul in Nashville, go ahead, buddy. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey. Uh, hey, first, love your entertainment, and more importantly, your ministry. Yeah, that's so right. thank you, guys. Thank hey, you. You're talking about this game, and I have a story. I, I told my wife, i got to call these guys and tell them the story. So I grew up in Minneapolis. I'm a Vikings fan. I was living in Atlanta at the time, so I'm becoming a Falcons fan. Me and my buddy were in Gatlinburg and happened to be at a place that was showing the game, and I'm thinking, I'm not a diehard sports fan, but I'm kind of, hey, either team wins, I kind of got a team to root for. There was one, one guy that was a Vikings fan. Everybody else was a Falcons fan, and this guy was decked out in purple like you'd expect, and he was pretty loud about it. And so during the game, the Vikings attempted a field goal, it hit the posts, didn't go in, and was no good, right? And so if they had gotten out, I think they would have won the game. But later, towards the end of the game, Atlanta is up to go kick the winning field goal. And there's this kind of silence in this pause. And this guy was drinking something other than water. Uh, yeah, water helps you keep your senses. Yeah, right. Uh, was he drinking was he drink, that brown water? <laughs> uh, it was gold-colored, something yeah, like that. I got it. Yeah. Silly water. And so he, uh, he, he's, not, he's not completely 100% there, but the broadcast went to go, as Atlanta's setting up to attempt this field goal, the broadcast goes to replay the Vikings' failed attempt. And this guy sees it on the screen, doesn't realize it's the Vikings' a replay, thinks it's Atlanta, sees the ball, hit the post and go out, and screams at the top of his lungs, shake, baby! And the whole place looked at him and erupted in laughter, yeah. him not realizing that it was actually the replay. He was thinking it was the yeah. Falcons. Yeah, that, 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 that was the Gary Anderson miss uh, that could have made it to 30 20. Yeah, it was a near miss. I don't yeah. know if it hit it, the it, upright, it, it didn't but hit it was the close. Yeah. It was but, real yeah. close. But he thought when he saw the replay mm. yeah, yeah. that they had done it. Yeah. 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 Um, well, all right, all right. He ought to know better than that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go to Travis. Travis, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today, buddy? Doing good, fellas. How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. So I am a former college kicker. Um, just wanted to weigh in on uh, a little bit of the kicker bashing that's going on. No kicker bashing. Uh, no, just no. kicker preference. It's a better way to okay. put it. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I of course, uh, I, I feel your. Uh, your analogy with the uh, the smoking in the background. We used to go back behind the baseball field, play two hand touch. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Travis, this is not helping. 
Well, I know, I know. Hey, I used to get picked on, but I, I used to tell people, uh, <laughs> former teammates, um, you know, one one thing when I got picked on, you know, one, one of us is red faced and sweating. One of us is not. Right. Uh, one of us, one of us is more than likely a starter. One of us is not. Yes. One of us is the leading scorer on the team. One of us is not. So, you know, it looks like one mm, of us made smart that's decisions growing up and one of us didn't. Yeah, well. I, you had me until that last yeah, one. Yeah, but one of us, <laughs> hey, one of us is leaving with a homecoming queen. One of us is not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> All right. You're so going right after him, aren't you? <laughs> I love the fact he said they're playing two-hand touch. <laughs> I was like, this is supposed to be. Yeah. Look, you not know, helping. Yeah, we're just having a little fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I love kickers. I used to carry them around on my hip. All right. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's go to um, <laughs> let's go to Roy in Birmingham. Roy, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey guys. Good morning. That was pretty funny. That last joke there about the homecoming queen. <laughs> yeah, I got a question. A lot of my friends and I have been wondering where did these twelve thousand Haitians come from? Did they just show up? Did they swim Ooh. up the Rio Grande? I mean, and how did they all get there at one time? And what's the bigger hurry to get them out of there? as opposed to any other people down there. I just don't understand that. Uh, Roy, I saw a story yesterday that said they were refugees from from Haiti after the 2010 earthquake, and most of them had been living in Central America. So they had kind of been displaced for a while. Okay, and they they thought this is a way. And they just thought this is a good time to get to America. Well, if our government tells you that, you probably respond. Mm -hmm. Well, Joe Biden, during the presidential debate, said we're going to let everybody in, so everybody started packing up and heading that way. Uh, Anonymous uh, out of Auburn. Anonymous, go ahead. Hey, guys, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, So I don't understand why we don't all just take the stance towards vaccinations that we identify as vaccinated. Um, yeah, I've seen those shirts, by the way. That's that's pretty funny because yeah. uh, apparently you can identify as anything. Uh, Rodney in Huntsville. Rodney, go ahead. Yeah, uh, Project Veritas dropped a video yesterday, uh, whistleblower healthcare workers. Yeah. They were uh, blowing basically the truth on how the doctors were covering up a perfectly healthy 15-year-old kid took the vaccine and ended up with degenerative heart failure. They got undercover video where it's actually being videoed. You can hear them saying it. They were covering it up. So Project Veritas is doing a great job on uh, looking into this. Yeah, uh, somebody sent me that last night and said that, you know, this is how Veritas usually works, that this is only the beginning. Yeah. They've got they've got much more of this yeah. they're gonna send out. And um and, and what they're saying is kind of what we've been saying. It, it leads to paranoia and distrust if you try to suppress certain information, even if it's not in a lot of cases, you should be transparent and we should know everything, the good, the bad, the ugly involving uh, the vaccine and, and the virus and then be able to make choices uh, for ourselves and for our own families. Mm-hmm. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussing, Calvin Speedy Wilbur, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. It is six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, the gang is all here. And 
welcome back for a brand new hour. Look right there. He may have number 12 across his jersey, but he's number one in your heart. Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba Show. <laughs> fresh, fresh off watching Monday night, Dancing with the Stars. Uh-huh. I figured out why he's watching. I love when he blames Betty, there's a spice too. Girl, there's a Spice Girl on there. Oh, oh, I, I forgot about that. That's that, what's going on. We got gymnasts, too, don't forget. And a couple of chicks dancing together. Yeah. Between the Auburn Suny Lee and yeah. Spice Girl, that's why he's in. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's it's got it. some War Eagle and Spice Girl. Right, yeah. right. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Can I ask hey, y'all? He had a mouthful. He couldn't defend himself. Right. right. <laughs> Couple of things we need to talk about. Okay. Okay. And let's just let's just get it out there. Okay. All right. So first of all, I would like to. I'm I'm doing a study on how we're all a bunch of homers when it comes to everything, including our health. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's always been said, which I think is accurate. It's always been said, and I'm not going to land here. I'm going to get on something else, but I just want to get this in. It's 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 been said, which I agree, that if if the if Trump was still president, that all these people that are shaming us for not getting the vaccine would be against the vaccine. Yeah. Because the well, they, they were against it. Most of them, we yes. can document yeah. them yeah. saying something on social yeah. media or yes. an interview where right. they were against. So, it. so that, that so that's been documented. Yes. Okay, right. and it would be the highest of officials saying these things. Yeah, it would it would be the tyrannical King Trump <laughs> yes. is trying to force his fascist his rig. his, his yeah. rush to market mm. fascist SOB right, right. his rush to market because <laughs> that, that have to be in there his rush to market vaccine. He's trying to take over the world. That's mm. what we would be hearing, right? Yep. Well, let me. I'm going to pose another question. If Trump was still in president, those of you that are against the vaccine, would you now be for it? It's a good question. Well, I mean, can't, can't I, I, we look at the other side of the yeah, coin? Yeah, and yeah go, we can. But let, let me let me point to this: when President Trump was in Coleman, which was a big time Trump fan, I mean they they were supporting the president, former president, a hundred percent. Fired up. Most of them sit through a rainstorm and a thunderstorm to be there, and it was thousands of people. They're cheering every move he makes until he says, get the vaccine, and they boo him. And I want you to know I thought about that, <laughs> but let me give one caveat on that. I thought about that, but that's after the war had already started. If he had stayed president and been elected straight through, said, we got to stop this pandemic, I've, I've, I've warped speed this vaccine to market, would the Trump supporters that, that now say that they will not take this vaccine, would they have taken it? If you because I understand what you said at Coleman, yeah. but the war had already started then. Mm-hmm. There had already been a well established <clears throat> pro vax, anti vax group. But don't you think they would have, if they're going to follow Trump like a Pied Piper, right? Wouldn't they have followed him on that issue too? Well, I, I or, think, or openly booed him. I, See, that's yeah, a that's yeah. quite an act. Yeah, I, I I do think that it. it I understand what you're saying. I agree I'm with that. That's all question. we can go with. Yeah, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, I'm not, I'm I'm not yeah. drawing a conclusion. Yeah. I, I, me too. I, I, let me I, throw I, this, I don't know what the response Let me be. throw this at you too because right now we've been talking about the PR of the vaccine and the mandates, right. Right. and that's what most people are against. You know, I'm not oh, the anti-vaccine. Way it's been so, Bubba, but, I've said this a thousand times. Yeah. The way it's been sold. The government terrible. mandating it is is mm-hmm. where I land. I'll tell Scotty Harris that. The yeah. way this thing's been marketed is Dr. Scott Harris, right? Yeah. We haven't had him on yet. Let's not. 
What's wrong with that? I don't know if they call him Scotty. I don't know. I have no idea. What's wrong with that? That's endearing. Right. That sounds like Greg. You sound like your brother right now. We are brothers. Hey, got you a drink in your hand? We were raised by the same people. Look, you're taking a sip. And I almost, did he say little Scotty? No, I didn't say I don't think you had a little. See, I heard little. I thought, all I could think about was Little Lee Hubbard, and I thought you said little Scotty Harris. I think you said our little buddy Scotty. I don't know. I got it in my mind. I didn't say that It's all about the tone. I didn't say that at all. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah, yeah right. Um, of course, he was also angry. He just didn't see him. Uh, but right. uh, but the, uh, I, we're not talking about Dr. Right. Scott Harris no, here. It's uh, just no, what Bubba no, wrote. But, he's right. but here's what I was I didn't think say that was is, being mean. I wonder, I and I don't know, but I wonder – if where we are now, if Trump was president and, and all that, it would have been marketed if, if, differently. If it, it would, a would have been marketed different, and and Governor Abbott and DeSantis were there saying, "Look, we're encouraging people to take the vaccine, but we're not mandating it." I wonder if he would have had that approach, which would have taken the pressure off individuals thinking that somebody's going to mandate. Yeah, it. I guess what I'm I saying don't know. is, I'm I, just w- I guess what I'm saying is, in the, in the two tribes. And 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 <clears throat> would it be? I'm I'm terrified of a tyrannical giant central government with Democrats in control. Mm-hmm. I'm less terrified of a giant tyrannical central government if Trump's in control. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And and and, That's and, a great and, and how about this? Know. And then on other ends, I'm more afraid of Trump, and I'm less Ooh. afraid of this bunch. Mm-hmm. But really, when you look at it, you could if you could remove the politics. You know, are there are there people? And I think the answer is yes, especially based on what you said about Coleman, Bubba. I do think there are some people that are principled mm-hmm. on pharmaceuticals mm-hmm. and and vaccines, and there's some who are completely anti them. I got that. Then there's some that are saying, "I'm not anti-vax. I'm just going to take each pharmaceutical that's being suggested to me on its own merit and make my decisions on whether I think the risks are there, and if they are, are they worth it? Mm-hmm. The risk to benefit factor, which is not evil to do that. Mm-hmm. No, uh, no. And uh, so I, I was just, I was, I, you know, how, you much know, I, the, how much of this is just <laughs> tribalism and haunting? I, 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 yeah. I hate to say this, but we know, we know the psychology of getting stuff. And, you know, I, we, we've talked about it for many years, the free T-shirt mentality. I think if the government came out right now and said, okay, we're about to quit manufacturing this stuff, and we got a certain amount left, and after Thanksgiving no, or November 1, we're done with it. You're on your own. We're out. That's it. You're going to have to pay for it after that if you can find it. You, boy, people would be lined up left oh, and right. No doubt. <laughs> and, and no mandate. Hey, if no. we're clearing it out. This is it. It's a clear-out sale. Well, I, I would like you to ask Dr. <clears throat> Harris one question. Dr. Dr. Scott Harris? Yes. Is um, yeah, I'm not talking about our vice president. She's not a doctor, right? But uh, is what are we doing like in your meetings? What are you doing? What are you doing about the natural natural antibody people? No, it's on my list. It's like uh, how 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 can we bring them into the decision on on what's you know what I'm saying? And and, in some because it's almost like they're the ignored people. Uh, It's like okay, we have natural antibodies. What do we do with them? And how? And I know you can go to Doc in the Boxes and all this. I've had a son that had to do it recently and get an antibody test. Or you can go through your doctor. I do think it would help if, if it would, they were easy, you know, easily available. My question number tests. six, has not addressing natural antibodies hurt the trust factor with the non-vaxxers? I think it has because now Fauci's been forced, even by some of his own, mm-hmm. he's been forced to address it. And to your point, Bubba, why was that not just addressed from the very beginning? Mm-hmm. And another thing, and I got another email here, and 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 Project Veritas is now bringing this to the front. Have we? Do you think it's unwise to try to silence and pretend that no one's having bad side effects from the vaccine? 
I mean, that is, I'm not saying it's a large number. And, right. and I may hear the percentages like yeah. with any pharmaceutical and go, mm-hmm. ah, that's not very high. But it, when you suppress it and then Veritas comes out with their recordings, just like the natural antibodies, it looks like you're trying to hide something that may not even be. Well, it, you is, know, uh, here's the question. And I, I, again, this is back to the tribalism. Is it being suppressed? You can go to the CDC website, and they have the reporting mm. thing, you know, side effects from vaccines and all that stuff. Is that number accurate? Uh, if you look at it in the big picture of things, it, it is a very small number, unless you're one of those people, which is very well, bad. Well, here's the problem with that. You're right, uh, 100%. Here's, your, here's the problem with that. I announced that number on the air and had people attack me saying that number's not right. And it's right from the CDC. Well, I mean, yeah. that's, that's, that's always, I mean, any number you can go, right. is it accurate? And then yeah. you're going to hear somebody say, and I'm talking about people were saying the number was too high. They were, that uh, many people hadn't had side effects. I said, it's right from the CDC site. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, the number's too high. Well, and then you're going to have people like with this Project Veritas that's going to claim that the CDC and all them do suppress it because they're not, they're, they're sitting here in this recording saying, of course, we can't report that this is the vaccine. We all know that. And they're getting mad about it. So, uh, but see, again, it still may just be the tiniest of percentages. But when you, if if it's true, Bob, and I'll give you, right, the, right. if it's true that it is being suppressed, well, then when people find that out, it just adds to the, I believe, unnecessary fear. Uh, and you know, it's the, we're back to what we started on. The marketing of this has just been terrible. And, and everything that you could do to make those that don't want to take it not want to take it, you're just you're just amplifying it. Yep. Especially now that it's become the condescending, if you won't get vaccinated, you're evil. And those of us who have been vaccinated are the wonderful people. See, once that starts. Yeah, yeah. I don't get in that line. No. <laughs> 15 minutes past, more Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Morgan Freeman. Fact of the matter is, the Rick and Bubba show was something I could not do without. Ah, yes. Changing the landscape of radio forever. Rick and Bubba. Thank you, Morgan Freeman. Uh, 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is uh, is the number. So, um, I'm in one of these these weird places uh, right now because, you know, I have been... um, and really, frankly, enjoying it. Uh, I try to enjoy all stages of life. You know, I mean, like we say, Bubba. I mean, it's you know, we make a decision to be joyful or not. Well, yeah, because let yeah. me tell you, you're going to go through these stages no yeah. matter what. So, you know, and I, I think when we're parents, you're always a little guilty of that. I can't wait till I can't wait till the baby sleeps through the night. I can't wait till the baby can talk. I can't wait till the baby can yeah. feed itself or yeah. go to the bathroom right. or. You know, walk around or throw football. You know, you're always yes. so you got to kind of be careful. You don't always look to that next step. I will say this, and I know this may not go over great. <laughs> There's two stages of life that I was waiting to get to, and I think I was accurate. Uh, that is when my kids are potty trained. Yep, yep, that's okay. a big one. I, I I didn't look back and go, man, I wish they were still crapping all over themselves. <laughs> uh, you know, so that one I think I was ready to let go. And I got to tell you something, I'm really digging the empty nest. The, the empty nest is, yeah, is, on that. is numero uno. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, which leads me to a little bit of a dilemma. Because, you know, I, I'm a lot of times I still interact with a lot of people that are still, kill, still in small kid world. And there's certainly joyful things. And, 
you know, I really, I really miss, uh, you know, not getting any sleep and, and uh, traveling around to, uh, uh, you know, six, eight little league games a week. And, uh, and so, um, you know, uh, it, you know, those, there's a certain, there's, they were, these things were wonderful at times, but they could be, you know, it, you know, and you remember if dad was left by himself, we've, we've covered that over the years and mm-hmm. all of that. But I think sometimes if you're had, I don't really, I just don't know how to really react to this. Okay. <clears> so <throat> Sherry is, is leaving Sunday to go on a mission trip to Mali, Africa. Okay. And uh, she's going through uh, our local church and and going to be there to visit a team that's that that stays there full time, and then they're going to, you know, assess what's going on here, what are some yeah. things y'all need, but also at the same time, you know, do ministry to the people uh, there. And uh, so I'm I'm going to be left for about eight days, mm. okay, including wow. my birthday. Okay, mm. well we got you, Rick. For for some reason, for some reason, people seem to be concerned about this like me like man i, I'm, I hate you're gonna be left for mm-hmm. eight days and i and i don't really know what to do because <laughs> I, i've caught myself pretending to be sad you know yeah. what i mean and 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 i'm i'm but 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 i was but I, but I was sitting there and and and, and i love Easy. my wife's my best friend in the whole wide world and we have a great marriage and we love spending time together and and i will miss her when she's sure, gone yeah. as far as the things that we uh, enjoy but but it's not like she's leaving me with a bunch of kids and, and stuff I got to do. And, you know, all this, it's, you know, it's a different era now. I'm in a different stage. Yeah. And so, and I probably made a mistake on this one. So we were, you know how, and I, I know it's uncomfortable to talk about, but when men go to a public restroom and we all line up down the urinals, you know, we'll come, we'll converse, you know, yeah. spe- you know, only if it's got a divider between you, if it doesn't have a divider between you, you don't really talk, you know, you just kind of, you just keep staying. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in there at church on Sunday, and and somebody said, "Well, how you gonna manage?" I said, I, "I'm sorry, what? <laughs> how you gonna manage? I, how am I gonna manage? Manage what? Sherry's gonna be gone. How you gonna manage?" And I, without without even checking up, I went quite well, and uh-huh. uh, and 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 he was, uh, huh? And I said, <clears throat> um, "You know, I don't have any kids that live at my house now." Uh, he's really, and I yeah. said, "No, I said really." The only thing that'll change is I'll probably eat whatever I want to eat, and I'll probably watch whatever I want to watch. Don't take checks, homie. You, right, and and I'll probably you know go to the farm whenever I want to. Mm. But but other than that, I, I, I said so. So I'm, I'm and you'll eat some things you're not normally oh, allowed yes. to eat oh. in a volume yeah. you're not normally allowed yeah. to hey, eat. Love love her, and and, we, and and certainly we'll miss her and be praying for her, and we pray had a big prayer thing last night about getting ready. But I'm kind of shocked that they're getting to go. Yeah, that this is, of course this yeah. is. I know, didn't think we were to this, that point. Well, yet. this is third world Africa. Uh, it, it, but I mean, can yeah. you get back in? Yeah, yeah, same deal. You have to come back in with the, you know, you do your proper testing and or if you have the vaccine, all that. But so, um, so anyway, um, this thing of me, everybody thinking that I'm struggling, mm-hmm. I don't know, really know what to do. I, do. Should I pretend to struggle? Should I be like, I tell you what, I don't know what I'm going to do. Rick, I, no, I, I, I wouldn't I mean, do that because somebody might, you know try to help you out and it complicates your situation or something right. or you don't want sherry feeling bad so why no. don't you just say look I, i'm gonna enjoy this this time alone i got a lot of work and to i do. still gotta go to work i, yeah. I got a lot yeah. of work i need to get yeah. caught up on i, I said look That's as, much, as much as i'm working and see you know what that says i'm gonna be okay don't bother me right because i'm busy well here's where <laughs> I, here's where i want to ask you a question and what you just brought up is hey that was great counsel right there yeah okay and i made a note of it 
but here's where that here's where I have to walk a bit of a line here. Okay. Is there potential that I could get on the meal list? Where the Sunday school class, everybody oh, brings yeah. meals to you. They bring you meals. I mean, it, but 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 but, and, but, and but you, if I and that's one thing you don't want to do if you're trying to take a nap, it's a doorbell, right? right. But boy, they, they some of those meals yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. Do you want on the meal list? Well, that's what I'm asking you. Yeah, I mean, there's a side of me that kind of does. Rick, but then can you say put me on the meal list, but just drop it off? Don't ring the doorbell. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I could even play the COVID card. Then look, we don't know who has COVID. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm exposed yeah. to Speedy, and he's yeah. exposed to everybody on the sun. Right. Yeah. That's it. Most people that are making food really don't want to stay and visit anyway. They right. just want to drop and go. But I'm, if I go there, though, I could end up in the, oh, well, no, my freedom is limited because somebody says, hey, I'm dropping off this food. Are you even there? Right. So I really I can't yeah. do that because yeah. it may – because I'm – you know, I'm, I mean, you never know. I mean, I'm, I may go down the farm and say, I think you I'll may, stay here and go to work from here. You may you know? be, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you may want to eat at the chicory hip. What did <laughs> I just say? Chicory Hill. What the heck is that? I Rick. I, I thought he was stroke. kidding, but he was serious. I think you just had a stroke. You know what calls this? Chicory Hill. You know what calls this? You trying to say that infusion. So I told you to quit trying to say it. Monoclonal. I can say it. Okay. <laughs> I think it's still Viking hanging Chicory Hill. Yeah. Chicory Hill. By, by the way, let's be open to, let's be open to trying the restaurant thing again and calling it Chicory Hill. That's fun. Okay. I like it. You mean the hickory chip, Bubba? Yes, yeah. hickory it's chip. Guy hickory chip. Seriously, it could be. When yes. I said it, I went, wow, that's all messed up. <laughs> yeah, you caught it. Yeah, Greg, because here's what I'm thinking. I will oh, I will, you know, still be working here. Um yeah. I, I will I will do, you know, whatever needs to be done. But really, so here's here's what those eight days could be. I'm gonna be getting ready for deer hunting season. Mm-hmm. Going down there, and you know, sorry about that. That's a little soft right now. And uh, and and I'll, I'll I'll be down there, you know, kind of doing that. Don't worry, Rick. You'll see me a lot. Yeah. How about this, Bubba? I, I would say I'd be fishing, but you know, my fish keep dying. So, uh, you know, I guess if oh, I, next if, week, if I'd like to go in there and try to catch a quarter pound bass, I guess. When I'd is that. she leaving? She leaves uh, Sunday. Did you? Did I just hear one be beautiful weather? Did I just hear one idea you have is lying to your Sunday school I class didn't say lie. that That's there's not lie. a COVID concern at your house? No, 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 no. You misunderstood that. I thought you I'm would... saying if your wife goes on a mission trip and you're home, do you qualify for the meal service? Right, but then you said they don't have to come in. You could say, "Oh, we're kind of got COVID." Well, I just said you don't ever know about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we want to be safe. I just want. I just want to make sure. Social distance. Right. Yeah, but then Bubba brought up a good Rick point. And Bubba, <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Here we go. 35 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. MyPillow.com continues to offer these incredible products. Man, if you haven't been there, uh, they've added quilts. Yeah. When, when you've got to the – is it in the first day of fall today? That's officially on the 21, isn't that the one? Or is it 23? I don't know. 21. But, but, but is. Yeah, it. first day of fall today. Yeah. So you know we're, we're, we're headed uh, in a lot of areas to cooler temperatures even where we live, but I'm not going to fall for this. I, I know where I live that the cool is not going to last. We're still going to have some more hot before we get to the cool. But when, when for a lot of you, it's getting really cool. And did you know that my pillow has added quilts? They've added quilts. <laughs> <They've> added- <laughs> hey, it's got a quilt. 
they've added they've added quilts to the to the lineup, and they're made with one hundred percent upland cotton right here from the OUS. So, and the reaction has been outstanding. So, go to mypillow.com right now. When you click on Radio Listener Square, there. Use the promo code Bubba. That'll save you 30%. Okay. Now, Bubba and I also love, I wear them every day. As soon as I get home, I take off the shoes that I wore to work and I go take a shower, uh, especially if I, you know, went by and did a little exercise, try to do a little better. And when I get out of the shower, I go gym shorts, t shirt, and my, I put on my MyPillow bedroom slippers. I, I just love them. Uh, I walk out on deck, grill in them. I mean, I love them. They're they're very very comfortable. And if you'd like to look right now using the promo code Bubba, uh, that we're also going to get you thirty percent off on those slippers as well, uh, whatever size. Wait a minute, hold on, I'm wrong. Fifty percent off on the slippers, thirty percent on the quilts, fifty percent on the slippers. So make a move on that right now. Go to mypillow.com or just look for them under the um, uh, sponsors button at rickandbubba.com and use that promo code Bubba because that's where all that that savings come from. So, um, are you, um, are you, are you, can we talk about what you just got or well, should we it, hold? It's on, it's yeah, on Facebook. Should, I think. Should, we, should we hold or you want to talk about it? I think, uh, we, I just, we might ought to address it. Yeah. I think, I think you can talk about it. Yeah. Because if we can help everybody else is talking about guy, it yeah, on social I media. All so. the better, you know? mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I look, I don't know if this is him or not. Right. Okay. okay all right. Well, so let's be clear on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, but I'll say the this: the backpacks match, and he looks awful. So the lot back, like him. the backpack match. What people too? are saying. Okay. Um, it, Rick, it's just you know these kind of things are always hard to tell, but there is a post on Facebook from a gentleman in Florida, close to Baker, Florida, mm-hmm. named Sam Bass, and he has a post from a Moultrie uh, camera, you know, game cam out in the woods, from yesterday morning at 6.17 a.m., and there is someone walking through the woods on his property, and he posts on here, he says, I'm not saying this is the guy, but whoever this is on my trail camera this morning in Baker, Florida, strongly fits the description of Brian Laurie. Laundry. Laundry. Authorities have been contacted, but people in northwest Florida area might want to be on the lookout. So if you look at this game picture, is that on the Moultrie camera? Yes, that is correct. If you look at this game, yeah, there it is. If you look on this game camera, I mean, the backpack and the description of this guy, you, it, it really looks a lot like him. May not be. Yeah. But why else would somebody be walking? Trespassing out that time of the morning. It's, it's not, kind of not, strange. It's not deer hunting season there. Is there any kind of hunting season there right now? I mean, uh, somebody could be just hiking, I guess, and going on a, a walk in the woods. But the fact that yeah. he's um, – He's disappeared, and uh, and when you look at that, it looks a lot like him, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It really does. That's kind of strange. I don't know. Uh, maybe it will uh, will help to to locate it, or at least you know keep people aware of it. We had reports yesterday of Mobile and you know all over that the Panhandle area. So we'll see. This was yesterday morning near Baker, Florida. So what do you do? I know we're all speculating, um, but, yeah. and we can't help it. It's just part of the human nature. We love to speculate. On this story, I mean, um, it, did, it's just getting – Did they ever confirm it was her yesterday, or are we still waiting on those results of the body they found? Uh, I haven't I, – I wasn't following the news, so it may have been out and I just missed it. But Yeah, I have, I have people who are in that area right now, and they're saying local media saying that it was her. But the national media has not gone that far yet. Yeah, the story we have is that autopsy results should be today. Uh, and so they should have um, 
hard evidence um, on did that. You see today. this picture? I did. I was looking at it. Um, I know he had a shaved head, but uh, now that and that guy has hair. But I mean, I'm does assuming, he have hair? Well, he's just got. It looks like five o'clock shadow yeah. on the back there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which that could easily be grown out if he hadn't shaved in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and it looks like he has that little strip down the top, like he like he has. But it may not be him. Yeah, yeah. don't know. No, no, yeah, uh, but it just—it's interesting, and it—it it would go in line with what we talked, what you talked about, about twelve different reports being called in about somebody in the Mobile area um, fitting his description, and then him in the Panhandle. If too. I'm the owner of the property and got my cameras out there, whether it's Brian Laundry or not, I want to know who's running around on my property. Yeah, at six o'clock yeah, in the morning, carrying a bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a little creepy without the murder. Yeah, it is. Nobody likes people with bags walking around the property. No. Yeah. Now, where I live, it's pretty normal. Uh, but yeah. the, uh, and, and this last text that they, they are, they're talking about that um, Gabby was texting, I guess, back to the family and was referring to the grandfather. And it was, I think, in the text it said Stan or whatever. Yeah, she and never the parents called him. They, 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 she never called by his first name. By his yeah. first name, which means that they feel like somebody else was texting on her phone, um, which just leads to more confusion about what happened. So what do you think about, you know, Rick and Bubba? You know, we talked about the, the series we wanted to put together, that by day we were radio hosts. Right. Night we solve mysteries. But but at yeah. night we go out and solve mysteries. Ooh. So so if, do we think at the end of all this we're just going to find that two people got agitated with each other and, and somebody – lost control and took somebody else's life we we just don't know but that based on the complaint uh yeah you know I'm, prior I'm to that in the, the video got, yeah. it, it certainly looks like they were they were arguing and it had turned physical and then he shows back up without her that sound like wow. like theme music Boy, yeah, really I, that, can i tell you all that kind of give me, like that, that wig me and out kind of like that raggedy mm. end doll in the wall yeah. yesterday wait a minute a though bit. on our tv series would that be what they play when we'd find a clue yeah. Ooh, i, I like, like it like yeah. a little stinger yeah yeah well let me say this if we, if we were heading out we would we would head out and part of us would go to mobile and part of us would go to baker florida and we'd, we'd be working that area don't mm. y'all think mm-hmm. how far is chipley florida from any of that Boy. And of course, I would have Why the drone up. I guess that's I where I'm gonna be Sunday night. Yeah. I just oh, wonder if I need to. Oh, just go down. Down. Okay. What if I went did a man church and caught this guy? Well, he might. I, be I think we would, we would have Rick. the uh, infrared uh, drone up, you know, at night because obviously he's moving <laughs> in the gray zone there. Oh, yeah. And sadly, it looked like their relationship had gotten physical at, at some point because the 911 call. That you mean the the argument? Yeah, like the may have possibly gotten type, physical. Yeah, yeah is that. Um, in the nine one one call, she was talking about him hitting her. Yeah. Um. But but then there was another report that she was the aggressive one. So I heard I when he know. was pulled over, when they were pulled over, uh, she actually he yeah. says that she jerked the steering wheel, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what made the police officer pull him over. And then he had some markings on his either his arm or his face or whatever. And the, the police yeah. officer asked him, "Hey, what's that all about?" And he said, "Well, she got a little aggressive or whatever. It wasn't exact sure. verbiage, but so there was early signs of that even in the body." Yeah. Right. Uh, and I would put that in our over in our here's some absolutely. Mm-hmm. So here's here's some of the nine one one call. Here we go. <clears throat> This is a separate 911 call in which someone claims he slapped her. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Grant County Sheriff's Office. Were you able to get a description of the intoxication? Hi, can you hear me, sir? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi, uh, I'm calling. I'm right on the corner of Main Street by Moonflower, and we're driving by, and I'd like to report a domestic dispute of Florida with a white van, Florida license plate, white land, gentleman, five, six beard. They just drove off. They're going down Main Street 
They made a, uh, a right onto Main Street from Moonflower. Or what were they doing? Cooperative, but um, what did you say? What were they doing? Uh, we drove by and the gentleman was slapping the girl. He was slapping her? Oh, wow. Mm. Yes, and then we stopped. They ran up and down the sidewalk. He proceeded to hit her, hopped in the car, and they drove off. Wow. Mm. So I didn't know about that. So if, if, it was, if, that was, if it had gotten there, then with your question to yeah, us, right. could, could it have gotten there again and either on purpose or accidentally something happened? And then he freaks out and panics. And oh no, question. And we're, and if we're he, here where we. And we're, if, if any man is on record that he will physically slap a woman, yeah, then yeah. anything is possible. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. When it when it comes to mm-hmm. physically. Killing. And then this other this where the YouTubers you know found the white van uh, a couple of days yeah. after they had heard uh, from her that the family, and then they they went to that location, ended up finding her uh, what appears to be her body within a thousand feet of that location. And then someone sent us a, a still shot of what appeared to be a man off in the distance where the van was when they rode by. What, did we ever determine if that was actually a person? Yeah, or not? we couldn't tell. I mean, we tried to blow it up. We couldn't tell. But some people were saying it looked like somebody walking in that field, a single person. So I don't know. But they do know it was that it was the van because they got the package. Yeah, well, they found the body. Yeah. 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 By the way, that's very damning. And the fact that you disappear and won't talk to him. Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. More of the Rick and Bubba Show next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. In the top of the hour, oh, yeah, dig. Rick and Bubba show eight six six. We be big. Well, Bubba, uh, Adler, I'm going to look at uh, video five here. Video five. So, um, you know, this is something, Bubba. I think you and I could um, could really relate to. Um, can you imagine if we were, you know, in this country still in some sort of lockdown? Uh, and you had no access to things like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh my gosh, Rick! Curse the thought. Well, and you know what happens is it creates. Don't a, say it. it. It creates a black market, uh, and uh, we actually have a video package from the Australian news. You know, Australia has just Australia. basically they've tried to take away the rights of their. There's they want their people to live in isolation, I guess, forever, uh, even though uh, we're seeing some other. Uh, how many more? How much more? information do we have to get in that lockdowns don't work and uh for them we're we're gonna ask dr scott harris about that what 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 what's other countries doing what what kind of luck are they having or not having and um you know get it straight from him and Mm -hmm. and he's right on the front of a lot of these things going on right now special especially the monoclonal antibody that a boy but there's two things i'll give you so i'll tell you what adam we'll do video five and we'll and since bubba brought that up We'll also do video four. Uh, but here's video five. Gang members caught smuggling $100 worth of KFC into a lockdown town. 
All right, so uh, one example that I've given yesterday was two people they found driving around the border between uh, Auckland and Waikato on the back roads, and they say they pulled them over and found two uh, gang associates with $100,000 in cash and get this, a bootload of KFC uh, that they've tried to get from Hamilton to Auckland. Now, police have put out imagery today on their social media channels of what they found. Uh, there's a lot of cash, there's a lot of chicken, and there's a lot of coleslaw uh, that's all now oh, been cos- uh, uh, that's now been confiscated. Do you, guys, you realize what happens? So they, they, drug they, dealers they, now were, were, were running fried chicken. chicken. So we have a city that's locked down, and I guess Hamilton isn't they locked down. Chicken. And so the gang members are going to get KFC in Hamilton, and then they're smuggling it into the lockdown town because people can't get KFC. Like that it. is hilarious. And it looks like they're making good money. Doing $100, I started $100, to say only in America, but it's actually only only in Australia. But you know when they, Australia. When they showed Australia. that currency, that looked like that was dollars, but maybe it wasn't. What, what do the Aussies use? Uh, no, it's different, I think, isn't it? Uh, that money looks yeah, very familiar. Then, but, Rick, it had a picture of a kangaroo on it. Well, okay. Yeah, I mean, well, crocodile Dundee on the other side. <laughs> so, is that? Yeah, that's their yeah. stuff. That's their but stuff. it does favor. Yeah, it does. No, a little bit. A little bit, It's got Greg. a picture. It has it's a number a, on it. That's the only it's thing. It's got a number, and, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's purple, got a picture for God's on sake. it. Greg, I didn't Some look at it. It was in passing. Okay. How about this? In the break. In the break, we're going. We're just going to stand toe to toe. In the break, toe to toe. You punch me, I punch you. You punch me, I punch you. Okay, we'll see. We'll just are we drawing back or are we measuring? Like, we're, you we're measuring. Okay, yeah. so to go longer. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, draw back. It went me. This is just a picture. This is just a picture. All right. Video five is just a picture. But you were asking about Dr. Scott Harris coming up. Singapore is spiking with cases, and they are one of the longest uninterrupted mask mandates in the world. And eighty percent of the entire population is vaccinated, yeah, and they are like ne- the Israel and the they, Israeli numbers. same thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I thought. They're nearing a new high in cases, and politicians just keep ignoring it and pushing for even more mandates. So it uh, it, it, it isn't working. It it, it is not you, working. You know, I told you some. If if you look at some of the data, and of course, right. you know, data's in the eye of the beholder. Right. Um, it, it really looks like when you look at at least the United States, California, Florida, mm. Texas, all that, it doesn't look like there's been a lot of difference, even though they've approached it in terribly different ways, that when all said and done, the numbers look very similar. Yeah, if you look at this graph, and they've never changed anything, right? then when it finally dropped off, they probably thought, yeah, this is all about our mandates and our mass mandates. Then it came back. Then it came back, which means... The process of this virus seems to be unaffected by what they're doing. You know, it's it's like I told you yesterday. It's working I, I, itself out through a process. I, I saw I saw one report where it looked like it's it's a rolling blackout almost. Yeah, where the peaks are, it just seems like it moves around. Yeah, and and the, about the time somebody has good numbers, and the media starts patting them on the back and telling them what a good job they're doing, it comes back. <laughs> so it's you know. Um. Would you like to see Australians dealing with a kangaroo? Because we have that today, too. Yeah, sure. So video six, uh, Australians rescue a stunned, freezing kangaroo over the edge of Lake Burley Griffin this morning. He's stunned and freezing. I, I, I don't know what this looks like or, or what, it, what it even means, but uh, since you brought up you know, the kangaroo tied to Australians, if, you've kangaroo? Got a, if we have a kangaroo video today, by golly, will you? I like kangaroo videos. Yeah, all right, usually. Deliver. A very Aussie rescue is being seen around the world tonight. Mates found this wet, seemingly stunned kangaroo over the edge of Lake Burley Griffin this morning. With a little coaxing, they managed to scoop him up and carry him back to land. 
It looked for a second like they were in for a fight, but holding onto his paws, they managed to calm the roo down before what seemed to be a magic moment. A magic moment. Oh, he's thinking yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Right. After hanging out for a while, we're told he hopped away in good shape. <laughs> <laughs> right before he took his leg and ripped the guy's bowels out. So, this is this is life in Australia. And we got a couple of mates down there. A couple of mates? A roo. They thought they were in for a fight. It's a magic moment, Rick. Yeah, for a magic moment. Oh, look, he's thanking us. He's probably thinking. not. Probably yeah. trying to rip your arm out of socket. Yeah. He's probably still disoriented. I know. They'll that, punch him. And I know what I'm about to say is. Do people have them as pets? Can you, I don't can know. you tame them to that I point? Think so, Some people do, but domesticated. I don't What about that claw they get you with? I want to go back. You have a pet, don't you? Declaw it. I know. Probably. I know like where this cat. is going to end up, and I, and I don't have enough time for this because I know mm-hmm. when I when I bring this up, we're going to end at the anteater. I got it. That's where I'm headed. Yeah, that's ugly. But but if I could just it's bring up, ugly. if I can just An bring, if I can just bring Strange. up on ugly. the list of bizarre animals, the kangaroo's got to be there. He is. That's yeah, that's a bizarre animal. The way he travels, and the, the, the way the the po pouch thing. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I mean, a lot happening. There's a lot going on there. I don't uh, lastly, know. I'm so sorry. Lastly, Australia has been majorly locked down, like you guys have been talking about this whole segment. Did y'all see the uh, clash with police in Australian freedom protesters, by the way? I heard about it, and I think we had something on it yesterday. But, kangaroos, but, but we did not cover it. This look, 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 this is Australia. It looks like Braveheart when they would all crash <laughs> yeah, together in the middle not, of the field. Yeah, the, the Australian How about those mates. Yeah, hey, mates. Somebody's wanting some chicken. Well, remember the <laughs> yeah. Aus- the fact that they running for buckets of chicken. The, there they go to KFC. Oh, the wow. fact that Australians, with their oh, reputation, look, are look. letting letting the government put the thumb on them like they do, that's not their spirit. Well, I don't know they're, where they're going, they're, they're very similar to us. They are, and that's one reason I'm a little surprised that mm. they've. Well, you see that they. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks I, like the dam may have finally enough. broke. So yeah. Bubba, apparently, they can't get to the point where they've had enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, definitely. You know, it was a penal colony. Really. Look right here. Look right here. Oh, spraying them. Yeah. <laughs> well, what what they're saying? I heard I heard a guy in Australia says our government acts like they've done this great thing with COVID, but they're neglecting to tell you that they've destroyed our livelihood, they've destroyed the economy, and we may never recover from it. Yeah. They're leaving that part out. Looks like the Aussies are having enough. Top of the hour, we'll be back. If you're uh, leaving us, have a great day. If you'd like to know how to get more Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com. All the different ways to get the content are there. If you are staying with us, uh, we'll we'll try to talk to uh, Dr. Scott Harris, State Health Officer of the State of Alabama. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. It is another hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being here, Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Uh, welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here, honored and privileged, and we're glad to have with us this hour Dr. Scott Harris. He is the Alabama State Health Officer. He has been on the very uh, cutting edge of, of all of this COVID, and we wanted to catch up with him and, and go directly to the source on a couple of issues that are facing all of us today. So, uh, Dr. Harris, welcome to Rick and Bubba. First of all, thanks for taking time to be with us. 
Hey, good morning. Thank you very much for having me. All right, so let's let's jump into the uh, Bubba. How do you say it? Monoclonal antibodies. Very good. <laughs> the the infusion. So here's something I guess that you can correct for us right out of the gate. So we were told early on that there were 500 million doses of this infusion uh, to have it ready to go. Now we know there's only 328 million people in the country, but what you were what you're saying is the cutbacks. To, to the states, at first it looked like they were politically driven, uh, that, hey, you know, uh, this is a punishment uh, for, you know, different views on the vaccine, and I don't want you to comment on that because I know you can't. But but as far as do we have – I mean, I know we don't need more because we've used a lot of them. Is it true that we had enough for every single citizen of the United States of America to have this treatment if they needed it? I, I, not that I'm aware of, you know, that, that that's a lot more doses than we were aware that's available. You, you know, there are some monoclonal products that are just out there generally for sale to hospitals and doctors that aren't being provided by the federal government. So there may be some private supply out there, but for, for the whole country as a whole, the feds are making available about 150,000 doses per week. Uh, and so that that's got to be divided up among the whole country. And uh, so we are getting our, our share of that, which is probably not as much as we wish we could get. Dr. Harris, I know uh, last week the story was that the seven southern states were going to be cut back based on what we were getting. We were going to get a uh, cut back maybe 30 percent. Is that part of uh, exactly why then? And, and tell us a little bit how this came about. Yeah, yeah. So we we were pretty confused about that as well. I have to tell you, um, we had a phone call with the, our federal partners about two and a half weeks ago, and they said that around seventy percent of all of these antibodies in the country were going to about seven states, and they, here in the southeast, and and we're the states that you know happen to have the most cases, and so it makes sense, of course, that we would be getting the largest supply of those. But they said that because they were trying to distribute them other places that we could expect to see a decrease. They, they never said it would be a 30 percent cut. They just said you can expect probably that's about the amount that we want to have to ship to you that you're ordering. There, there was a lot of hue and cry over that. And a lot of us were wondering if we were being singled out and picked on. And, and ultimately, we had a call with them about a week ago to clarify and they said, actually, every state in the country is going to be on the same formula. And if you have more cases, uh, more people in your hospital, you actually get more drug. So so there's probably still not enough to go around. There, you know, there's a couple of hundred thousand cases a day right now of COVID in the country uh, with only 150,000 doses a week of this product. Uh, but, but we do feel like we're getting the amount that, you know, makes sense given the number of people we have in our state and the number of people sick and hospitalized. Dr. Harris, walk us through that process a little bit. If you're a doctor and you feel like that this is going to help a patient, um, do they order that through you guys, or or how, how does that how does that get from manufacturer to patient? Yeah, so so that's actually been been the big change that's created a lot of confusion. So up until a, a week ago, a, a doctor or hospital or clinic that's given that product would just go online and order it directly from the from the uh, manufacturer. You know, the federal government pays the bill. The doctor could go online and order it from the company that makes it, and it would just get shipped directly to that practice. Uh, now that there that there's probably not enough to go around because they've started applying this formula to all states. They've made the health department be the one in charge of actually uh, the, the ordering process. So people order through us. 
we uh, submit that order and then it goes to the individual person who, who gives it. it. It's sort of like we did originally with the vaccine where doctors or hospitals would order through the health department and then that product would get delivered directly to them to, to give. This is the same sort of thing that we're doing now with the monoclonals. So now that we're kind of in a rationing process, does that does that complicate the ordering system or are you guys set up to handle that? Yeah, I, I mean, it, com- it complicates it a lot because, you know, when there's not enough to go around, you know, nobody's really going to be happy with what they get. Um, what we are, are doing is we're trying to make sure we give everybody proportionally their fair share. So uh, each each Monday, starting yesterday, each Monday we send out a, a, a basically an order form to all the providers in the state. They tell us how much they expect to use this coming week. Uh, then we find out how much we're going to get from the from the feds, and then we just proportionally allocate that out so that everybody gets the same percentage of whatever we have available. You know, we, we might have to, you know, reserve the right to move some to a certain part of the state if there's a huge outbreak there or a place that just doesn't have any providers there. But but our, our plan is just to give it to everybody equally. Dr. Harris, we, we, we're hearing from vaccinated people who've had breakthrough infections as well as unvaccinated people that they're having really remarkable success with this treatment. Are you, are you surprised? Because this is not a new treatment. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, it's been around since World War One to, to do this type of treatment, right? Yeah, monoclonal antibodies as a as a well using antibody therapy is not new at all. This idea of a monoclonal antibody that's created in the laboratory is a, is not a real new process, but it's been around for a couple of decades. Uh, but it's not surprising that it works at all. You know, th- there's a th- this is effectively a way to get sort of instantly vaccinated. You know, if somebody who's vaccinated makes their own antibodies. It takes a couple of weeks for those to uh, to uh, increasing your body to the level that they're protective, as opposed to getting the monoclonal product, which is made in the laboratory and just instantly gives you a full dose of antibodies on board. So those are just two different ways to get to the same end, which is to have antibodies to fight COVID in your body. And as far as the variants, is it is it also as effective with them as it was the alpha or the, the natural one to begin with? Uh, it definitely is against the Delta virus, which is more than 95% of the, the ones that we're seeing right now in the country. Uh, one of the earlier monoclonal products that was made by a company called Lilly doesn't work as well uh, against the beta and gamma variants, but it turns out we're just not seeing a lot of those variants around right now. They've sort of been replaced by the Delta variant. So why do you think this infusion seems to offer more protection against the variant than even the vaccine or as much? Um, I, I don't think it does. I, I think it's it's a way of getting uh, protection on board instantly. You know, if you're sick, you can immediately have antibodies to fight that infection. You don't have to wait a couple of weeks for your own body to produce them. Uh, and so it definitely reduces hospitalizations, you know, by a significant amount. It, it's not more effective than the vaccine. Uh, the vaccine is, is at least as effective, but probably a lot more effective. People who are vaccinated fully, you know, a couple of weeks after their final shot, when they're exposed, if they have a breakthrough infection, they're still very unlikely to get very sick and, and, and very, very rarely will they die. Oh, yeah, right. No, no doubt about that. But I guess where there's been some, and, and again, I think a lot of this goes back in, to the way this has been communicated from the federal government, just like the thing about the, uh, the infusion. What we hear from the federal government, I think incorrectly and not really well done, was everybody's going to get the this infusion across the board equally. And, of course, people are saying, well, shouldn't it be sent to where there's the greatest need? And, and now you're saying that probably is the case. They just didn't communicate that very well. So that thanks for clearing that up. 
but the other one is the the hiding and and almost not wanting to talk about those who have natural antibodies. Now, Dr. Fauci is being forced to do it now because he's having doctors ask him directly about it. Uh, and I think people think that there's maybe it's not true, but it looks like it's like nobody wants to talk about that. But but it is true that the natural antibodies do offer you protection. Sure, absolutely, and and I, I certainly don't think we've been afraid to talk about that. I think the big questions have been we we just don't have the same kind of data available to know how long those antibodies last and what full protection really looks like. Um, in the laboratory, at least, the people that have the very best protection—that is, the people that have the highest level of antibodies or people that have been infected, had natural infection, and then subsequently gotten vaccinated. We know those people are, are probably three times less likely to get infected than any other group of people you can select. Um, but clearly, uh, natural natural uh, protection exists out there. Uh, we've had s- several thousand people in Alabama who've been infected at least twice. Uh, but generally speaking, um, you know, people have a, a good 90 days of protection after they've been infected, and some people seem to have a lot more than that. We're, yeah. we're just still waiting. Yeah, I, I still have it uh, like nine months after I, I had it because I was tested just recently. But, but yeah, it, I think the 90 days thing, uh, it, we've kind of disproven it based on what I've seen. There's a, there's a lot of people that their natural antibodies exceed 90 days. Uh, but uh, when we come back, I want to I ask you about some of the things that we're not hearing about anymore. And do these mean these treatments have proven they weren't as effective? Uh, and then some some other things about opportunities to get vaccinated coming up. And, and we want to ask you about the Israeli study. Uh, do you feel like that's good information, and, and what did we learn from that? All right, we'll be back 16 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. More with Dr. Scott Harris right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. We're talking with Dr. Scott Harris, Alabama State Health Officer, uh, trying to get some clarifications on some of the things, especially with the monoclonal antibodies and the supply. Some people are emailing uh, Doc and asking if they uh, can donate their blood who have antibodies. But you were telling us in the break that that's not the same treatment. That that's it. That's back to the plasma treatment. That, that, that's right. And, and that was the best thing we had at the time. It was certainly used widely. There, there's still some studies going on that people might be able to find a way to donate for. But but the monoclonal antibodies are actually created from scratch in the laboratory. These aren't antibodies that are taken from people who've been infected before. What about rem, remdesivir? What happened to it? I hear nothing about that anymore. Yeah, remdesivir is still around. You know, remdesivir is actually a drug that a, attacks the virus itself. And, and so it, it's a proof people in the hospital. The, the main issue there is that it really works if you're able to give it on the first or second or third day of illness. But because it's an IV given in the hospital, you rarely reach people at that stage. They've usually been sick for a while before they get in the hospital. And so by the time you're giving it seven or eight or nine days later, it just tends not to be as effective. Okay, Dr. Harris, the Israeli study came out, I guess, maybe a week and a half ago, two weeks. Um, and it looked like it was a lot of people saying the most comprehensive study we had so far. Uh, are, are you putting a lot of weight in that? And, and what did we learn from that? And, and are you talking about related to booster doses? Is that, is that what we're Well, the, the overall study that had the natural antibodies versus vaccine versus both together. 
Yeah, um, I, I would say I, I don't know for certain all the details of that. I, I read I read pretty closely what they put out on booster doses recently. Right. Um, the the information that we have on on people doing both uh, was recently published in uh, a thing called MMWR, but it's a it's a it's a journal here in the U.S. that looked at people in Kentucky who'd been previously infected, and then some who got vaccinated, some who who did not get vaccinated. And those people who were infected had natural immunity, and then got vaccinated were about three times less likely to get infected than those people that had natural immunity only. Uh, and so, you know, we again, we absolutely agree. People who have natural immunity are going to be protected for some period of time. But th- the best information we have is that vaccination makes those folks even safer. Do you think that the vaccine by itself is as good as the natural, or are they about the same? Uh, That's a good question. I don't think that's sorted out right now. Um, You know, we we know for a fact that um, the the main problem is that to get natural infection, uh, you know, about 2% of people are going to die. Correct. That's the main issue. Correct. And so if people are vaccinated, you know, right now we've had about 0.01% of vaccinated people who died. Uh, and so that that still continues to be our strategy. It's not that we don't trust or believe in natural infection. It's just there's not a, a good way to get to that point without a lot of people getting sick. And see, if that the way you just said that had been communicated from the beginning, I think it would have saved a lot of paranoia. Yeah, that's Absolutely. what I was going to ask you, uh, Dr. Harris. There, there, there still is a hesitancy to get the vaccine. Uh, by a lot of people who have not even had the disease and and, and basically have no defense. Um, what do you think the reason is for that? Is it the distrust of government in, in general? Is that what are y'all seeing as the largest driving force behind that? Yeah, I, I wish I could give you a straight answer, but there, there's about as many different reasons as there are people out there. You know, a, a lot of it is just based on mistrust. People who don't believe, you know, the government in general or public health in particular. Um, you know, this is a, as you guys know, the last few years have been an incredibly political time, you know, partisan wise. And so people tend to only take advice from people whose politics they agree with, you know, that's just the world we live in right now, unfortunately. Uh, And so, you know, it's hard for people who are trying to stay apolitical to, uh, to give advice to everybody because people don't, they don't know if they can trust me because they don't know who I voted for sometimes. Uh, and so that, that makes it really challenging. Um, I, I think the best way to reach people is for them to get advice from somebody they know and trust. And usually that's you know likely to be their own doctor. You know, it's usually to be somebody that cares for them, cares for their family, knows them, has time to spend with them, you know, and answer questions. Uh, and, and so we have tried really hard to get local physicians to reach out to their you know patients to, to talk to them about things. Uh, but there's just a lot of mistrust and it's not only related to COVID, but it's just kind of the world we're living in right now. Dr. Harris, what, what will this look like next year, the year after two or three years down the road? I know you you can only give an educated guess, but are are we going to deal with this basically indefinitely? Is it going to become like the flu? Uh, We're being told, or I've I've seen interviews with people that said it's not going to go away like polio, because of the animal uh, infection that we have and the fact they can kind of keep this thing alive. What, what are we looking at down the road? Yeah, I, you know, it's just speculating, but I, I think we are going to have to deal with it for a while. You know, I, I, our long-term strategy is making sure that the most vulnerable people are protected. You know, we really want our seniors to be vaccinated. We want to make sure that people that have chronic health problems 
are vaccinated. That's how we protect our hospitals. That's how we keep the numbers controlled, you know, uh, in our hospitals uh, to an extent we can. Um, but, you know, we, we've still seen that um, that we, we we can't predict the future. And so we, we really need to make sure people are protecting themselves to every extent possible, because even in the last month or two, with 80% of our seniors vaccinated, we've still completely overwhelmed our hospital, mostly with people in their 40s and 50s. Uh, and so we, we just have to find a way to get people protected so that we don't have to keep doing this every three or four months. Yeah, the, the mask deal, uh, if you don't have an N95, are they doing any good? Yeah, I, I think they are. You know, m- most of the time, um, this, this disease seems to be transmitted by droplets. It's not transmitted by an airborne route. And if, if you know, those of you who are medical understand that distinction, um, you know, droplets are when, you know, what, uh, when you sneeze and droplets of water or saliva come out and they contain virus in them. And so you can stop those things with a, you know, with a face mask or a shield or, or you know, so on. The airborne things are what uh, we tend to wear N95s for. Those are for viruses that just float around in the air and stay suspended for several hours. Now, COVID can do that, uh, but the best science we have suggests that's not the way it's usually transmitted. Uh, we only got about 30 seconds, but what about the boosters? We're all a little confused about the booster. Yeah, me too. You know, we, <laughs> we, we wish people would stop weighing in on that till we have the science. I, I think we're going to find out later this week that there's going to be a booster dose for the people who got Pfizer, for people who are over age 65. Beyond that, we're not quite sure uh, what else we're going to see. Okay. Dr. Harris, thank you for being on. We've got information on the Kick COVID campaign on our website, and we'll be sharing that information. But thank you for coming on and shedding some light on some of those issues. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. No, thank you. We'll be back. Bottom of the hour, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Go to show notes. KickCOVID19.com is a statewide program uh, that you can get updates on. And if you want to get the vaccine, there's opportunities to do that when you go to a football game. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll get to some of those. Relief Factor, talking about uh, uh, natural products that can also um, help with your aches and pains out there. I mean, just aging has been uh, a little more brutal than I think we saw coming. I realize I'm turning. 50. Who said that, Rick? I realize you ever notice. I realize that Sharon and I were talking. About, I'm turning 57 in a couple of weeks. 57 mm. is one of those numbers that they're really no one even knows what to do with them. Yes. Hey, what are you going to be 57? Okay, well, good luck. I really think I'm going to Africa. Uh, <laughs> relieffactor.com. Go to relieffactor.com and you can get the three week trial pack for 19.95. Listen to this letter from Pamela. Uh, she listens to us out of West Virginia. She said, I can't take a lot of the prescribed medicines because I get side effects. I'm just one of those people that seem to be really susceptible to them. We all know those. Some people have, Lisa. if there's a side effect, they're going to get it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. Lisa. Uh, and said, I heard you guys talking about relief factor, and I thought I'd give it a, a chance since it is all natural. I started taking the product, and, and you know what? I started sleeping again because I had a hard time sleeping before because I like to sleep on my side or my stomach, but I couldn't for over a year because of the pain in my shoulders, it would radiate down my arms. I love this product. If you're a listener uh, to Rick and Bubba and you're thinking about it, um, she says give it a try. Well, uh, thank you so much, Pamela, for sending us that that letter. I hope it works for you. It works for the majority of the people that get the Quick Start Pack. 
Uh, and and you know, most everybody who orders this, they 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 get more. Uh, so maybe it'll work for you. Nineteen ninety five. I take it every day. I love it. Uh, it's all natural for botanicals. It'll it'll work for you. You get a quick start pack by going to relieffactor.com, and then if it doesn't start showing some relief within three weeks, and sadly it's not going to work for you. So relieffactor.com. Also find that link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, is, is, do you want to re- – is this where we recap? Well, you know, I, I, I have a question. So. I, I, yeah, sure. I have a question here on the booster shot, on the vaccine booster okay, shot. I, I, okay. uh, because, the booster because one of the things that he talked about was that the antibodies, they, one thing they don't know is how long they last. If yes. you get the natural – Antibodies are, okay. are from the vaccine, and that's that, one, and, really. and so that's that that was my question, and that is, does the booster shot is it does it provide prote- protection to other variants, or does it give you more antibodies because your vaccine antibodies that you originally got are fading? Is again, it, again you, you see what I'm saying, what are, are you saying the third the booster needed to sure up and complete? Your vaccination, or are you saying it helps because it's running out? Yeah, right. Because normally it's about what eight months later, I guess. I think that's around. So does that mean that you're learning the antibodies you got from the vaccine are they fading, and the booster helps give you more, or is the booster helping with the variants and and counteract? I think I think it does both to some degree. I think your response to it begins to fade, and you just remind your body again. Hey, be on the lookout for this. Y'all jump mm-hmm. on it, put it. You know, you got a copy in the filing cabinet. We're going to give you another copy to put in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there's a lot of antibodies fade when you naturally have them, but there's not a whole lot of discussion on antibodies yeah, fading well, that, from the vaccine. That, that's what they're saying. That's I mean, they, now for the yeah, yeah, right. For about eight months, I think is where the the data was for the uh, uh, <clears throat> Pfizer. Right. He, yeah, he said right now they're. Pfizer is who they're right. thinking about mm-hmm. throwing it on. Yeah, well, I and, think they, and they approved it for sixty-five and over, but not under. That's right. 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 And remember, the president got a little ahead of all of us. Yeah. And, and I don't know if yeah if, he had everybody get one. If that is, they're just prioritizing who gets. I, I it, think they're prioritizing probably, uh, or they're just saying that group probably will need a booster more than everybody else. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they we'll, also were. We'll know in about. Six months. They were approved <laughs> to get the first one before everyone. Right. So yeah. they probably all have it a lot longer. Well, I think where a lot of us, and I'm as guilty of this as anyone, so this is on me too, I think we keep asking people for solid information that they just don't have yet. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, every, That's why you're hearing the term probably a yeah. lot. Uh, every likely day. We, we think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, every right. day we have more. I mean, we know more than we did now oh, yeah. th- this summer, and we knew more then than we did in March. And mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, every week we've got a little better picture on it. And I think that's probably where some of the messaging was messed up because they came out with exacts and said, this is going to be this, this is going to be that. And then, hey, they got curveballs. So, you know, uh, it's it's just something we're going to have to work through. And uh, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a, a timely issue, Patty. A lot of uh, well, y'all might have mentioned this already. If, if so, I apologize. A lot of international medical professionals are discouraging Americans from getting these booster shots because that would mean three shots per person in America, where there are a lot of countries that people haven't had any shots yeah. at all. Yeah. So mm-hmm. really, if, if we really care about humans, care about life. Let's not care for- about your health. Care about your health. <laughs> Let's not force boosters on people that don't even want them. Give them to countries that need them that haven't had any shots that are getting you know well, destroyed. And, and see, that was one of the arguments that has been made about natural antibodies. Now that people who are recovering from it 
should not have been in line to get the vaccination to begin with. Right. The ones who hadn't had it needed it. Yeah. And then you can come back and catch the people with natural antibodies and, and build there. on top of that. Well, and that would work, yeah. too, because mm-hmm. by the time you come back to the natural antibodies, most of them that probably didn't need it to begin with might need it now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It would have worked out when people were going back and getting places in line when they had strong natural antibodies. That That was... That, well, that, yeah. and, and the situation... That was taking up vaccines that didn't mm-hmm. need to be taken up. You know, historically, if you go back pre-2019, when you had a, a viral outbreak, you wanted to get everybody vaccinated because it would make it go away. You wouldn't have the variants and all that. But I think we've seen it's impossible for us to, to vaccinate everybody quick enough. Not only here, you got to do the rest of the world, because look at the variants Trial. we're dealing with now. It came from India. So if the whole world is not vaccinated all at one time, it doesn't help. So a lot like man-made climate change. So you got to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it really is. Yeah, no, it, it, is. It, it is. If everybody's right. not doing If it's global, mm-hmm. then the whole globe's got to be in on it. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you're right. Whether it's round or flat. So Johnson & Johnson, a couple of hours ago, just released information about their booster shot. Because, you know, that was the big discussion. I think Adler's Johnson & Johnson. It says that its booster shot is 94% effective when administered two months after the first dose. It also says um, given six months out from the first shot, it appears to be even more uh, effective and protective against COVID-19. It says it increases the antibody level by four to six times compared to just one shot alone. So that's coming just a few hours ago. They released information on their booster. It, the marketing of this has been a disaster. And, and this <laughs> yeah. is because mm-hmm. of the tribalism and the politicizing of this. It should have <clears throat> never happened. I mean, we, you and I, Bubba, and the guys could sit around on the couch and say, all right, guys, we, we've been out there checking out. Here's what we got. If you're unvaccinated and you've never had COVID, you're, you're, you're walking around very susceptible to catching it. We hope you don't have a bad time with it, but you could. And mm-hmm. the odds are that you that you won't. But the there's also a, a lot of cases as far as numbers of people that that you will. Uh, and even if you survive it, do you really want to take the chance of getting really sick? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we would say that. So, but that's an option. We're not going to mandate anything. Number two, we think these vaccines do a pretty good job. Uh, did a great job against the alpha. Uh, we do have breakthrough with the variant, but we still think it give, offers great protection to keep you out of the hospital and death. We think that's probably your your your, uh, your number two position, uh, because we like natural antibodies and we think they give you just as much protection, maybe even more than the vaccine. But in order to get natural antibodies, you've got to actually get the disease. And you're rolling the... And, and, and you're rolling the dice yep. on whether you're going to be the percentage that does well or doesn't. But we're not going to act like they don't exist. So good news for those of you that got COVID and you survived it. You now have antibodies, and we think you're pretty well protected as much as the vaccine could protect you. Now... We've done some other research that we're working on. We're starting to show that if you had the natural antibodies and you go ahead and use the vaccine almost like a booster, even though it's not officially called a booster, Probably. but a booster to your to your protection, we think that might be the best protection of all. It's starting to look that way. Now, y- y'all got to make your own decisions. And you know what else, guys? There's an infusion out there that can be helpful. Uh, supplies could be limited on that, but that's a great option for you. Uh, we've done some research on ivermectin, the, the human-prescribed uh, you know, uh, dosage that not won the it. co-op. Yeah, not the co-op <laughs> that won the Nobel Prize uh, for eradicating river blindness. Uh, and uh, and we we think that if your doctor oh, feels river. good about that, 
uh, that you uh, have you seen pictures of people? I just river, don't like the river the blindness. Word river blindness that from, scares me. They get in the, those rivers in the parasite. I know. Yeah. I just don't. Have, have you seen the pictures of people with no, that? It's not good. Eradicated it though. How about yeah. the term river blindness scares me. It, well, it sure. is. It's a scary term. And why? I'm glad, I'm glad they got rid of it. And why we didn't just simply have these open conversations and then come back with a thing Ooh. at the end of it all. There's a lot of stuff about COVID and the treatments that we just don't know. And our immune system. And our immune system because <laughs> we haven't got enough information yet. Mm-hmm. So all of us are guinea pigs, but we're going to help. The, if we're going to do the best we can. And as things change, just like what we just heard about Res Desimir, he didn't dodge that question. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, it was effective, but the way for it to be effective, early. we, we got to get it to you early. And the way you give it is by IV. So getting it early by IV is really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people are not going to go, I don't feel well, pop the IV in. So that's yeah. why you don't hear it being yeah. used much anymore because we can't quite – it works if you use it a certain way, but that scenario doesn't seem to really work with most people. And they, yeah. they, it doesn't they really do. go they that try way. try it when you get in the hospital, but you know, then you're kind of behind the curve. So. Yeah, interesting. And then you're going to have all kinds of exceptions to everything we're saying. Yeah. But here's the general. And then you're stuff. going to have the crazies on both sides mixed in oh, there with yeah. you. Th- think about this: politicians never tell you about your gallbladder or heart stents or any of that, and and boy, they're right in the middle of this thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till they get all of healthcare. I bet they'll be awesome. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Let's go phone trolling now at 866 we be big nine minutes to the top of the hour. Uh, you can get in here at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we got uh, lines available, and it'll be easy for you to get in right now if you go to 866-WE-BE-BIG. Make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer will sound. Your time on the program closes, and then we move to another caller. And if you make the move to get in right now, you can. I tell you one thing: I'm, uh, even though it's it's tampering with the memories, we talked about it earlier in the program. Um, uh, you know, the the state of Phil Collins is troubling. Yeah. But man, I'm excited! Three three nights of the Genesis turning on again reunion tours launching in Birmingham. And I thought, man, I, did, I didn't know they had the BJCC finished yet. I, Rick, I, know I, I think it's England. Oh, it's Rick not Burgess. It's the other Birmingham. Rick Burgess. Oh. Rick Burgess. Oh, Rick wait a minute. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's Birmingham. 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 It's spelled exactly the same Rick, way. Rick, Rick, from the looks, he's not going to be able to travel real far. No, Greg, I looked not. at this. My goodness. I mean, the I'm be- not sad. I'm not The best fun. analogy I heard was from Helmsy. Helmsy said it looks like that Genesis is, is in town wherever Phil Collins is being is living in an assisted living uh, oh, uh, community. No, this Rick. is a big and, show too. Look at it. And, I mean, the, and that they went and picked him up and set him at a table on the stage for that one date. Mm-hmm. Didn't know his brother played. I mean, his son played drums. Yep. Did not know that. Well, and, and they well, say it's a very, very uh, emotional show uh, there. Well, well the, yeah, it's emotional that watching that Phil Collins is sitting there like on mm-hmm. the edge of death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess that would be emotional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's sure. not in Birmingham, Alabama. All right, it's Birmingham. But this is a. This is like the. Farewell tour, yeah. like everybody has. Well, yeah, I bet be, it is. I'm telling you, man, it's going to be tough on Phil. He can't grant. Look, he's sitting at a table. It looks like he's sitting down to you read a book. You must really love their music if you're going to pay to go watch some guy sit up in a chair. It's like struggle. he's sitting down ready to read a book, and somebody says, no, sing something. Mm. Look, Rick, well, I, I, is, I he get doing, it. is he doing State of Confusion? Oh, Bubba. 
You mean the land of confusion? Yeah, that too. Yeah. It is but, on the list. Yeah, he is in a state. They showed they right. showed the set set list, and it was. It on, is. I can't yeah. picture it. Yeah. You remember the video? That Here we one? go. Yeah, with them puppets. Uh, right, Ronald Reagan. That was weird. That was weird. Good night. To the phones we go. Sandra in Alabama. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I was just going to tell you guys about my experience with the Moderna vaccine. I'm a healthy 56-year-old woman, no underlying conditions. I got COVID in August of 2020, not bad symptoms, but sick, didn't have to go to the hospital. November 2020, my brother-in-law got COVID and was hospitalized on ECMO, really bad sick. So in December of 2020, I decided to go get blood. Um, I still had the antibodies. In January, I went to get blood again, did not have the antibodies, so I went ahead and got the first vaccine, sick of a dog. I had the second vaccine, February of 2021. It made me so sick. I was down for two days. Well, last week, I had the opportunity to get the Moderna booster. Um, No underlying conditions. I was able to get it um, basically because I'm just freaked out by COVID. My brother-in-law wound up passing away. And I have never been so sick in my life. So I'm just wondering, do I still have the antibodies, you know? Sounds like it. You know, what, what's the reason I get so sick every time? I'm, Sandra, calling, I, I'm calling T-cells. Sandra, we're not yeah. doctors. You realize yeah. that. I'm uh, not a doctor, but I'm calling T-cells. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra, let me ask you this. The the third, you got the booster for Moderna? That It hasn't been approved yet, has it? No, I didn't think so. You mean Pfizer? Well, Pfizer? They talked about when they did, it, it would be a half a day. Yes. It was released to the local pharmacy near me. And so I went in, thought I probably won't be able to get it. I'm going to try. I was able to get it. No questions asked. Did they give you half the dosage you got of the other two? Yeah, they said the Moderna booster is half the yeah. dosage. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I think you know it would have been interesting to to get your antibodies checked before you got it. But well, she said she did, and they had waned. Yeah, she said she got on, them on the booster though. No, before she got the the vaccine yeah. that her antibodies right. Had right. I heard that part. Oh, but I see what you're talking about. Okay. But but I do you know probably some I antibodies is the reason that you you yeah. you were sick. From what I understand, if you were really sick, bad, not the the general. Hey, I just feel bad for forty eight hours. Well, Lisa got. Yeah, I had 101 fever, oh, nausea. And you could just be headache. one of those people that have a tough time with, with vaccines. Some yeah. people do. Mm-hmm. Lisa got it, and mm-hmm. it, her yeah. first shot didn't bother at all. And mm-hmm. then last week she took the second one. She was sick for about two days, was well, that, three days. I, I think that's probably a good sign. Yeah, that's what that they the say. the first one's working. Yeah, yeah, that means she had some antibodies in there. Yeah. Because well, yes, so when you rock in them antibodies and you throw in them vaccines on there, it gets a little wild for you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, I'm telling you. But, but yeah, she, uh, she, she, had, she had a rough few days there. My doctor regrets ever telling me about that. Yeah. He's like, I wish yeah. I'd never told you. Yeah. That. Yeah, it doesn't do too good to well, give us too much information. Well, it's hard to sell me on or... something that says you're going to be feel, feel awful for two, two to three yeah. days, then you'll be all right. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> the, the thing that gets me, don't tell me one thing, then change shifts yeah, right. go the other way. And I'm like, so I'm going to let the antibodies oh. wane just a little bit more before I jump in that game. Yeah. I wish they could – what antibody test, it tells you you got it, you don't, and then one tells you what how what percentage you have. You Which know, one is that? You know, I, I've asked that question because the one – the test we kept getting, it only said reactive or you have them or mm-hmm. not. Yeah. And then I asked about – what about this number everybody's talking yeah. about? And they said, well, you got to go to your lab report on the, the portal and look at it. And oh. I would, and I, I still didn't see any number. I still just mm-hmm. – it just basically said yay or nay. I gave up on that too. <laughs> I mean, that, it, obviously, I'm just not going to get my number. Well, how about this? <laughs> I'm, nobody's going to give me my number. You're not going to get the number either, Speed. You know why? 
It's more expensive, Tess. <laughs> Rick Burgess. All right, to the phones <laughs> we go. Uh, let's go to uh, Jake at State Farm. Jake, go ahead. How you doing? Hey, guys. I appreciate the time. Uh, and let me hey, Jake. Thing. Uh, Jake, let yeah. me ask you this. What are you wearing? <laughs> uh khakis okay go ahead <laughs> all right let me start by saying holly Rowe. holly Rowe. are you ready um man I, I'm, I'm just i'm just tired we have no direction at all on what we should be doing uh point in case this lady going out and getting a booster when do we need boosters i don't think i remember anybody yet giving a definitive yes but you got people so freaked out Yep. Uh, and so when people do are proactive, they're criticized. When people are not proactive, they're criticized. Yeah. So, you know, I'm just sick of it. Yeah, J- yeah Jake, it's confusion. I, You're I, right. I think the Israeli study that Dr. Harris talked about is our best information to date, okay? If you've got antibodies, you're probably okay. If you haven't had it and you don't have antibodies, I'd get the vaccine. I'd get that started because winter's coming. It's going to get worse. And if you've had the antibodies and they're waning, or you want extra protection, you can get the vaccine on top of it. I think that that I think if you if you don't have any of it, you're just really playing with fire. Did you uh, did you know? So this one, and I understand what you're saying because people might be forced back indoors and stuff as far as it passing. Right, right. But it seems that this particular virus it doesn't seem to be affected by what season it is at all. I no, think it, it, you're yeah, right. Right. it. It just stays bad year round. <laughs> yeah. And in the summer, in the South, we're inside more than we are in the winter. Yeah, that's yeah. what well, I think. Because the air conditioning. I think you Tight. you saw yeah. that peak in the summer, and I think you'll see it peak again in the winter. That's the problem. The off seasons are, and I think our trend in our state right now is coming down. It is. It is. So that's good. That's some good news. Outside seems to really help. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Seems to really help. Because if it doesn't. These stadiums are gonna. They oh, should. Wow. They should result in something. Oh yeah, we'll find out real quick. Yeah, we'll top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.